Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just joke cause he woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hit for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic, Puerto Rico, Suave, I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah, yeah, Puerto Rico, oh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Cat room is filing in. Um, hello, our beautiful babies. Yeah, hey, beautiful babies. Uh, if you're an ugly baby, log off. We don't want you. Sorry for the late start, y'all. There's old Mike B. Bring him up, Andy. He knows how to turn on his camera. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's, I can turn on his mic in a second. Yeah, there he is. I welcomed all the beautiful babies, and Mike B hey, came on beautiful screen. beautiful babies. Hey, sweet babies. How y'all doing? All our sweet babies. <laughs> I love us for real, y'all. <laughs> I have a comma. These motherfuckers here. We, I tell you. Let's uh, let's <laughs> let's start a new feature on the podcast. The three guys on baby of the week, and it'll be like <laughs> this is going to be a super inside joke. But you got to be a seven out of ten and have it going on in your job. Seven so be, out of ten. To be a three guys on baby of the week. We should add some Kevin Samuel. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> you can't have no. You got to have a, a little Kevin Samuels to it. It can't be like. But you can't be a seven. You can't automatically go seven. You have to one to ten. Oh, that's the default. Uh, yeah. One. one I'm to humble, but I'm but I'm. I have I have a high opinion of myself. Also. Yeah. Can't go. Who seven. does that humble? But they have a high opinion. So who does that sound like? Hey, sweet babies. Right. I love my sweet babies. I'm only telling you this because I love you. You can't be out here with these bonnets on. If you want to be a three guys on baby of the week send a picture and and your resume three guys on at gmail.com that's an old inside joke from a comedy club that works literally 20 years ago 2002 spring of 2002 that had a uh, beauty of the week teddy's house of comedy and it said you have to be a seven out of ten and have it going on in your job Gotta have it going up, <laughs> to, to get like a to get free drinks at a comedy club <laughs> only for a week i don't even know i don't know if it expires it was very weird the club didn't last very long that's shocking isn't it <laughs> that's where i opened for uh billy burr he was still billy at the time i don't want to um get too deep in the weeds um that's my new that's my new podcast phrase i want to get too deep in the weeds it's a good phrase um however comma um, a certain person who had a, uh, I won't say his name, but we just mentioned it, um, came up to a certain comedy club inquiring about a certain space in the basement of a certain comedy club that I, I booked for. 
Okay, yeah, that happens. That happens. He does it a lot. He he showed up several times, and I just looked at him because he just sat there like a mob boss, and he just gave me his resume, and I was just like, I don't know what you want me to do with this. Did you just give him like a couple slow blinks? I did, and then I was like, yo, I referred to my email, and he got an attitude because um, he's like, man, you know me. Give me your phone number. So I gave him the Google Voice number. Because <laughs> I, right. I don't I don't have that number. I don't have that uh, app on my phone. So everybody goes straight to voicemail on the oh, Google wow. Voice number. You know, I have Google Voice. I have a Google Voice number that I never use. And now I've had it for 15 years, like whenever they first introduced it. And now every month or so, I get an email saying, hey, uh, okay. if you don't use your Google Voice number, we're going to shut Stop you down. for a second. Okay. You guys keep this going. I'm going to step away. I don't know exactly how long I'm going to be uh, going to be with this. Uh, I'm thoroughly pissed off, so just you guys keep this going. <laughs> I'll be back. All right. I guess I'll mute. I guess I'll take Randolph off screen. <laughs> Makes the most sense. I was um, going to say something about sweet babies as he was talking. Like, okay, sweet baby, but it didn't seem like a sweet baby was warranted at that point. What? What? What I missed? What happened? Oh, Randolph got a call, and then uh, he had to. We were we were welcoming all of our sweet babies into the chat. Oh, uh, all of our beautiful, beautiful sweet babies. Hey, <laughs> and, sweet baby Rod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he got uh, very angry, which is kind of par for the course after you drop a sweet babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I wonder if maybe um, maybe the call was was hey, Monique's talking shit about you on her Instagram right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, it was all very sudden. So I guess I just took him off screen. I don't know if he can. I think he has to text me when he uh, comes okay. back on screen because I don't think you're allowed. Once I take someone off screen, I don't think they can just bring themselves back on. Oh, man. Speaking of a baby, look, there's a there's we had a beautiful baby on screen. Where's the baby? At? Oh, hey, my sweet, sweet baby. Hey, oh, the sweet baby's coming for the coming for the for the screen. A very sweet baby. That's a sweet baby. Yeah, I told the ugly babies to log off. Because <laughs> uh, I love us for real. Okay. <laughs> the love is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mediocre babies, we don't want you around here. We don't want average babies. If you're a baby of of, of a certain of a certain type, we don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> Some babies are evil, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I looked actually. That, did anyone watch the latest? The hour number two of Monique and her husband, because I know Mike, but you watched the first hour. Oh, well, actually, I didn't really watch the full hour because, um, first of all, no one has that kind of data. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I like I skimmed through, and I thought as I was skimming, I thought I, I saw enough, and uh, I know I texted y'all, and I was like, "Oh, she uploaded the same sixty-six minute video," but it wasn't. It was fifty-seven mm-hmm. minutes, so she spared us. Right, because you had said in the group chat, I just watched the whole hour. And then yeah. I, because I, the way I watched that stuff is I just randomly jumped to spots. I just like moved the cursor over or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I jumped to a spot where she was uh, shouting out Roseanne, Roseanne Barr. Toward oh, the end, you hadn't seen that part. We, got, we, she, we have breaking news. Um, I don't know if we should say her name. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Nicole says she's not going to be in the chat for a while, for a couple of weeks. So we're going to give her travel mercy. And in my grandma voice, we said her travel mercy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what that means. What is travel mercy? It's, it's, a, it's a Baptist church thing. I don't know. My grandma said it all the time. When I'm like, mm-hmm. where she's like, we're travel mercies. And I'm like, oh, you're like giving permission for someone to, to leave for a while? 
it's a it's a blessing type of thing like yo d- d- hope nothing bad happens to you on the way to and from your destination okay uh, <laughs> and but but because we're distant she normally throws um um anointing oil on my forehead before i go um i can't throw it on nicole so um i'm just gonna do it via um <laughs> just going that, 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 that virtual towels <laughs> yeah i'm just going to just give me your forehead nicole give it to me just oh, i like to call it uh <laughs> holy ghost jizz yeah That's what i call it <laughs> Get the jizz, get this jizz of the Holy Ghost on your forehead. Real quick. I like uh I like Mike B's oil throwing motion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very that's uh that, that toss. Yeah, it's like a jump shot a, almost. I'm over a fastball. <laughs> <laughs> I just like put a bunch of my palm and just pitch that shit. Just throw, throw it, see what sticks. Up, 90 miles an hour. <laughs> You're gonna get this blessing. <laughs> You're gonna catch it. You'll catch this high, high heat. <laughs> You're gonna catch some blessing fragments at minimum. You're gonna get <laughs> Catch some residuals <laughs> these loose blessings you don't catch these so mike b you didn't watch the second hour i did, i watched a few minutes of it mm-hmm. i did watch a lot of the second hour not all of it though okay um i and i didn't skip around too much i tried to go straight through and until i couldn't take no more and she lost me at uh kanye west was just trying to save his kids i said okay because <laughs> uh, that was so her we rebuttal just, we just not even serious huh because DL said Kanye moving in across the street or whatever was like stalkerish ab- abuser behavior. Yeah. Okay. So see, she's so because <laughs> you don't know anything about protecting black women and black girls. I'm like, oh, no. Kanye West as an example. <laughs> yes, the standard of a good black daddy. Okay. All right. I guess maybe she'll. I mean, I don't know if there's a market for that. Uh, I don't know that making that turn as a white comic, as a like a white male who becomes a podcaster and goes right wing. There's a market for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know who's going to if she goes hard in that direction. I don't know if she will. Right. That sort of um, conservative. You know, I'm 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 down with Kanye. I don't know if her fans will follow her. I, her comments. I mean, on Instagram, it seems like the majority of them now are just like, hey, uh, you got to stop doing this, Monique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't like this. And they started turning a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole lot of like, hey. Bro. Hey, I didn't know we were going this far across the street. Whoa, whoa. Turn around. Turn around. There's <laughs> a whole lot of like, uh, my baby, I'm not sure that this is it. <laughs> right. So, so in the comments, like, so is this still about the contract or what? <laughs> yeah. what we- <laughs> oh, no. We, oh. We, we took a left turn from that long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if y'all detailed it, but like. She posted a video of D.L. Hewley talking about his daughter's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evidence that he doesn't protect black women, uh, which one, the, the whole clip is completely out of context. If that's all you take from it. But two, that's not about your contract dispute. Yeah. And it also seemed like now she's just trying to hit D.L. wherever because now she's digging up. Oh, you said this about Kanye. Well. Here's my rebut. She's rebutting anything he has said now. Right. On any and topic. I don't know if you got to this part or how much you saw of it, but it felt like Sydney was doing a lot of talking. Yeah. They have this weird. I mean, I don't know. It's it almost seems like a like a, the way a cult leader talks or something. They have this weird thing with the way they, yeah. they talk. And he just kind of takes over halfway through her sentence and she just starts co-signing and it. It's like a dance they're doing. And he, I don't know. I don't even know what his deal is. I don't know anything about that dude. 
Yeah. It, it, well, he's our husband slash manager. And, and all her contracts be fucked up. So that means that he's fucking up the contracts. I mean, you the one doing the paperwork. And all every time I do something with somebody, it's always about the paperwork. And yeah. the, it, I, I implore people, if, if you're just not like I get it, if you don't give a fuck, that, that's fine. But if you do give a fuck somehow and you're not at least watching a few minutes of the video, go watch the video and then you'll see why it's so disturbing, because it don't even feel like it's her that's. I don't even see it don't even it seems like it's some shit he putting her up to when he just keeps instigating because like she'll start losing the plot and then he just hops in with like yeah because you know just how they do black women right okay they, they do black women like this if there was a black man on that stage he wouldn't have said nothing i'm like if a black man hopped on that stage and talked shit about him for 10 minutes says wife sucked the dick of a coward and talked about his fucking uh emotional oh, support dog. Went hard. you think dl hewley would have been like nothing i can do about that right <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got to tell you, win some, you lose some. <laughs> just, how much time am I doing? Hey, guys. Yeah, I think because um, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I don't follow Monique's career. I guess she's not really on other social media, right? She's not on Twitter. Yeah, I don't think so. Or maybe if she is, she don't be on there. Like Instagram is her main place. Yeah, she can't be on no other social media because she doesn't have a ring light and or a tripod. So <laughs> you don't have those two things. You can't be on a lot of social media. Well, some of the other social media at least let you turn the camera sideways. Yeah, <laughs> Instagram the only one that's like you got to, like that first ten minutes was hard to watch because I had to turn my phone and shit. I was like, what right, is that? that shit is annoying. Like, come on now, this the oldest, blackest. Like, if that didn't make you be like, this is just some old black people beefing. This is my grandmama in there because they can't even find the phone right. right. That, that first video, she was talking and, and like the phone had started slipping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't got no clamp you can pin or nothing because now, you know, now they got little clamps you can, you know, pin to something. To right. Straight. Yeah, they sell them like they sell them right by the register at like 7-Eleven. You can't miss it. And all this shit because ultimately she was just proven wrong to not have that that contract shit was not DL's fault and then just like couldn't just end there. I think a sensible, reasonable person would have just hit you with the like, oh shit. Okay, well my bad dog. I just that's on me. My fault. I apologize, DL and I'm gonna go sue the promoter or whatever. Well this I mean I, I don't I have them I haven't come on on their level obviously but usually there there are times when things get fucked up at shows. Like right. they they uh, mess up the times and the orders, and sometimes they double book. And even I've seen triple bookings where three comics show up because they all thought they were booked, and then two of them have to like get rebooked. And it's a it's a whole thing, and it, it's easy to be mad in those situations. But usually, the vibe amongst the comics is we're in this together. They fucked us over. They being right. bookers, managers, the club, whatever. Correct. It's always like you you huddle with the other comics. And you say, How, okay, what, what went wrong here? How did this get all fucked up? And you don't blame each other. No one blames each other. And so in this situation, it seems obvious that it's something in the paperwork or the management or the promoter mm-hmm. that went wrong. And she immediately went to attack mode on DL. But now it seems like she's been waiting, like laying in wait for 20 years to do something like yeah. this. Yeah, that's what she said was... Um, ultimately i was gonna get on stage and do something to do something like this to him anyway so it wasn't even about the contract or the show where she claimed that uh somebody uh yeah uh, said something disrespectful to her it was which uh you later find out dl wasn't there that day and the show never aired 
Right. And DL was like, uh, but I was at your house and we had no problems. Now, all of a sudden we got problems. Yeah. So it was just like it to me, everything subsequently made her look worse and worse and worse. And at this point, the only people in her camp are people that are just like, I hate DL Hewley or people that are like, I have to support a black woman no matter what she does. But Correct. to me, both of those are bad reasons to support somebody that's doing the shit she's doing right now. This is an Instagram uh, video she put up. I guess she's on TikTok too. Oh, my sweet babies. Y'all all talking about this. Good. My yeah. sweet babies. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're trying to heal. It's about healing. We're going to get on the red table in a minute. Because I love us for real. <laughs> I mean, I just praise God. This is one minute, and 19 seconds. Already those um, blessings I threw at Nicole are working. <laughs> they already working. <laughs> so she put this up a day or two before that show to promote mm-hmm. it. She does these. There's a moment in this video. I watched this one and, and she sort of says, I got I'm I'm, I'm going to I got something to say on this show. Like she kind of hints. Mm. Maybe if you're reading into it, she's hinting at something. Oh, this is before the show or something. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a day or two okay. before. She doesn't mention DL. She doesn't mention the lineup. She just says, I'm going to be in uh, Michigan. Hey, my sweet babies. So I have a personal message to some personal. I'm not one of her sweet babies. I'm going to watch anyway. I hope she's not mad at me. <laughs> not offended by it. <laughs> right. I didn't even get the invitation. I'm just I'm just watching. Friends and family members in Michigan. May 28th, I'm going to be at the Fox Theater, baby. When I tell you I'm excited because I have not played the Fox Theater, I know it's been about 20 years. So I'm talking to all my sweet babies, brothers and sisters, kings and queens in Detroit, Flint, Lansing, Grand Rapids, Saginaw, Sterling Heights. I'm talking to all my babies that's coming out Memorial Day weekend. I'm talking to everybody that want to laugh so hard till you tinkle just a little bit. Now, if you're over 50 like me, you might not be able to control the tank. But when I tell you, get ready to hold on to your gut, baby, because May 28th, I got something to say. What? May 28th, I got something to say. And I'm going to share it with my family members in Detroit, in Flint, in Sterling Heights, in Lansing, in Grand Rapids, in Saginaw. I can't wait to see y'all, my sweet babies. May 28th, Fox Theater. It's going up. It's not going down, baby. It's going up. She's got something to say. Like she, I watched some of her other little promotional things. She doesn't usually say that. So mm-hmm. I wonder how, if it was, it was probably fairly premeditated that she was going to do that. I mean, that's what she said. Yeah. She said it was, pre- I mean, I take her at her word. She said it wasn't about the contract once she was proven wrong about the contract. And she said it was. She would always plan to check his ass. I'm like, okay, so everybody that was making that excuse. <laughs> like his ass for what? Because he's he's been talking about her for 20 plus years. And she what had, has he been saying? She had him to her house for dinner once in the mid-90s, and he owes her one, I guess. He's been what saying, he been saying? I, uh, I think he said that she was he didn't think. She had a case to make all that money for Netflix, and that was enough for her to be like. You mean the same thing we've all said? Well, uh, (laughs) I mean, technically, yes. (laughs) But all I said was ask for what you think you're worth. Whether they give it to you or not is up to you, but go ahead and ask. (laughs) But. Guys, in her defense, I, I, I'm I'm going to stand with the queen of sweet babies. And oh, is that what you're doing? Okay. Just, give, just hear me out here. Standing with black women. I hear you. Standing with black, just hear me out. On the Netflix thing, she does have an Oscar. And that right there is worth $5 million. That's true. 
True. That's screen. true. She yeah. does have that an Oscar. That's how it works. That's how it works. I ain't, I, never seen, the, I ain't uh, never seen Oscar help nobody get their comedy money up. I ain't never well, heard of that. I'm, well, I seen the Denzel stand-up tour coming. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I always have one in my back pocket. Just listen to me, okay? In her defense, she did close the queen of comedy, the queens of comedy. Well, apparently. Do we, we got to go to Corey Holcomb on that one? Do we got to do uh, Corey no, Please don't. No, let's not. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> let's listen. Because he is what ignorance Here's my thing. Out if your whole thing is I don't like DL, that's fine. You don't like DL. But here's the thing. Corey Holcomb is what y'all think DL Hell is. is. <laughs> oh, the way, the, the shit he was saying, I was like, that's what y'all thought. If DL was that guy y'all think he is, right? His that 10 minutes that was very succinct, very, he zipped her ass up real nice. And went on about his only, business. He only hit her with a couple of jokes and then yeah. just, like, he was very nice the way he yeah. summarized that shit. If Corey Holcomb ass. Corey was like, "Look, I know that man did that because he didn't want to lose that money. I don't got nothing to lose, so here you go." <laughs> he threw some anti-vax shit in there, like oh, he is. Yeah. yeah, oh, I was like, "Come on, he, Corey, he, yeah. he, he he did all the shit. He all got the pe- he got people out. taking that vaccine and getting sick. I'm like, what are you talking? Yeah, about? <laughs> like soon as he started talking, I said, "Here we go." <laughs> like first of all, this fat bitch. I said, "Oh, oh no, oh Corey. no, oh no, Corey, don't Ignor- do this. Ignorance is un." defeated that's why when somebody's ignorant at the beginning of the conversation you just tap out because you will not if you have any type of standard or lines you won't cross thank god that wasn't that like he wasn't dl in that situation Ooh, right he went on after her and it'd have been all over he would have did an hour on fat bitches and <laughs> yeah old been, people that don't know how it, to make jokes it, it would have been real real uh, toxic yeah he said, yeah she closed the queen of Com- the queens of comedy tour but the building was half full <laughs> okay. Well, right. he, he said they rotated who closed on that tour, so yeah. it wasn't everyone closed it. Cause we all know who the funniest one on that tour is. <laughs> oh, do I gotta say it? Do I gotta <laughs> no, say it? God no, damn it, Corey! No. I mean, I I don't I don't. Ignorance is on hundred. It's I'm not. I can't say I disagree with him. <laughs> Am I still a sweet baby? Uh, hey, all I, I know I, is I don't know if you're part of the group no more. I'm glad DL didn't take the Corey Holcomb tactic. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and Corey Holcomb's tactic is a classic. It's it's not just Corey Holcomb. Trolls on Twitter do this. If you yeah, want to hit course. a comic, you just say your jokes aren't funny, and that's yeah. it. That's irrelevant, really, to this conversation because her Correct. people who bought her tickets think her jokes are funny, and right. the whole point was the contract. But he went straight to what every Twitter troll does: right. is uh, I didn't like your jokes. Well, that's not really what we're talking about, right? Right, now. right. So, also, he, you know, he's Corey Holcomb, so he's he's yeah. the most problematic. Yeah, like he, like Loki, he kind of figured this whole thing out, which is if you never try to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one can ever. There's hold, no standards. No one can ever hold it against you Mm-mm. that you ain't shit. Because he's like, oh no, I never even tried to pretend I was a better person than the things I say. Yes, yeah, so I don't care nothing about what y'all got to say. Did you? Um, did y'all talk about the video she put up of, of DL? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We talked a about his bit, daughter. just a little bit though. We touched on it, and then just we, the, we the fact that how she thinks she and her and her. I don't even know what to call them. Her minions. Yep. We need a, we need a word for those people. Her sweet yep. babies. Her sweet, sweet babies? babies. Yeah. 
That doesn't that doesn't roll in hard enough for her. Just for her specifically, like Monique's. I mean, I guess Monique's sweet. Baby. I mean, I guess if you want alliteration, you go minions. Um, ah, that's too. We call them donuts. We call them donuts. We call them donuts. donuts. Where Hoko was talked about his her joke about donuts. <laughs> donuts are sweet, so you got the sweet. <laughs> yeah, in there. yeah. It's just of the fact that her and her minions think that that's that's the thing that's going to bring DL down. Like that's the thing that makes DL look bad. When uh, Moninians, thank you, Mark. That's a good one. Moninians, brother Mark. Moninians. 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 But the word onion is right in the middle. Moninians. 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 I'm going to just call them sweet babies. Sweet, sweet babies. Sweet, sweet babies. The fact that they think that that this man. Motels. 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 Keith Blair, Blair for the win, y'all. Who the white? That white man comes through all the time, don't he? Hey, Randall, drop your mic down a little bit. Keith Blair for the win. Motels. 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 Her and her motels. Damn, that rolls out, too. Thank you, Keith. That rolls right That's out. That's perfect. Her and her motels. The fact that they think that that that's the thing that makes him look bad that that that's the thing that's this that's that's the thing him him showing how he's grown him showing his his inequities just putting his inequities on stage for the world to see and showing how he was wrong and what he's trying to do to get right and something he's carrying now and you think that's a bad thing well this is this is I'm how social media operates that. because they'll take someone's tweet from 15 years ago and act like they just tweeted it Right. You know, and so when he says I was this and I was that, here are the things where I failed as a parent years in my past. People will say, oh, you just did that. No, he didn't. It's all over for him. It's well in the right. past and it's mm -hmm. it's been dealt with. But that's how people argue. They pull some shit that you did years ago and they right. act like you just said it or you still think it. And she's doing that, too. It's it's all the play. It's, just, it's the Internet playbook, basically, at this point. You just find a, a receipt and you post the receipt. And and crop out the date of that receipt. Mm -hmm. DL is in that video is obviously considerably younger. Doesn't have right. gray hair in his mm -hmm. beard or anything like that. But I'll do you one better though. I don't even think it's uh as bad as that. Like you know the look at this thing he said back in the day it was fucked up when he said it. Yeah, this is even worse than that because it wasn't fucked up even nope. when he said it in context. Nope. Right, it was him telling people. To not make the mistake he made with his I daughter right. in not believing the women who were accusing Bill Cosby of sexual inappropriate conduct. And he was using himself as the example and saying, I regret how I handled it then. Like, I fucked up. I'll never get those moments back. Right. Um, I've hurt my daughter. And all because she knows that th that daddy couldn't be bothered. Daddy didn't want to be inconvenienced because it was his friend. And I can never undo the damage I did to my daughter there. So even in that context, it's the opposite of what they're telling you that it's about. You know, it's crazy. Right. right. Yeah, right. he wasn't advocating for people to not believe their daughters. He was right. saying, right. I got caught up in that toxic mentality also, and right. it has real consequences. And keep in mind, this was years ago. Monique's bringing this up as if this somehow is about the contract dispute. As if it's something well, she's it's trying to like, fight. This is just the nastiest 
fucked up thing you can do. And then claiming, well, it's because I was like that little girl and I have trauma. So your trauma outweighs the trauma of bringing this woman's sexual assault back up in a fight where her daddy had nothing to do with nothing. Like, right. That's the most evil, vindictive bullshit I've ever heard in my life. And it also, it's not, is, not only is it, she's just showing us what she is, man. It's not about the contract though. And also it's not about, he's been talking shit about me for 20 years and I'm rebutting that. It's not. So she, she right. keeps finding new reasons to go after DL. It's, it's not about any of the previous reasons. And then, you know, maybe another day or two, someone, some other video will resurface and that'll be the reason she's got a problem with DL. It's, yep. it's in, in, in much like internet arguments, um, the, the way these internet arguments, arguments go, she's going to, Get the last word, no matter what. He can't. And post. if if it all fails, fails, she'll just go back to I'm a black woman and I'm doing this because he's a coon and I love us for real. And that's right. yeah, she, that's she, some sick shit. So she's been doing that. So I'm not trying to put a button on it because I'm not a button type of person. I'm not. A, I'm not a seamstress or whatever. However, comma. Um, so what? What if you're DL Hughley? How do you respond to this? What would, to what this would, one, you don't. Because it's a battle that you won't win. No matter what he says is a lose-lose situation because everybody checked those boxes. And, you know, she could always throw black woman. She can always throw victim up there. You're a black male and all these things. And uh, because of situations that have happened in my past, I've realized not all, but a lot of women Black women use black women as a shield to protect themselves from consequences and repercussions to their actions. You still need to be accountable. Don't nobody care about no, you being a black woman. You be a black, loud woman to be wrong at the same time. All these things can exist. Yeah. She, uh, the only people who are so riding for her at this point are the Moteps. Yeah. Damn, that's good, Keith. Thank you. <laughs> the Moteps, they're the only ones that are riding for And even her. they in the comments are like, hey, Monique, you might want to back off a little bit and that's when when you've lost that because this is how a lot of internet arguments go like someone will be doing toxic shit and there's some element of their art of their audience that is just cheering them on knowing that it's fucked up and even people who aren't famous i've seen i've seen people have meltdowns on social media where they're clearly going through something and Mm -hmm. there there are people in their comments who are their friends in real life saying you know, oh, yeah, you tell them you do this. Yeah. You know, yes, queening up and down their feed, basically. Like it's if if that person was on a roof getting ready to jump, there'd be a, a number of people at the bottom saying, jump, do it. You know, yeah. we don't care about the consequences. No. And we just want the entertainment, even if people's mm-hmm. personal friends do that with Internet arguments. Her fans were doing that for a bit. And now even they are saying, OK, don't jump. We don't want you to do this anymore. So she might be thinning out that base a little bit. She'll go back to She'll have to go back to doing her normal, you know, Monique type of videos at some point to get and them I, back. I looked on Rod's wall and, and and watched some of the Moteps come in, and um, you can't say anything to them. Rod was trying patiently to talk to these people. Uh, <laughs> like, there's nothing that you can, you can't say anything beyond, okay, that's what I always say. All right. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, I think... When it first started, I understood wanting to have her back. Like, I get that impulse. You know, people do that with charismatic people all the time. You like them. And if they if you ain't already washed your hands over at this point, you're probably in her corner. You know, my, my man's fan went to the concert like and he went when he didn't even know D.L. Hewley was on the concert. He just went yeah. for Monique, you know, so she does have fans that I consider to be like good people and shit. 
But as this thing stretched throughout the week <laughs> and it got worse and worse, there comes a point where you be like, hey, man, you on your own. I got to tap out. Like this ain't this ain't even why I bought a ticket. This ain't got nothing to do with what the fuck you talking about no more. Good luck with that shit. And I think, you know, I understood the people on like, you know, Monday that was like, yeah. well, maybe he did, you know, do something or you let's hear her out. OK, cool. By Wednesday, Thursday, we don't heard her out, dog. It's the only thing left now is bringing up his daughter's sexual assault. Like she won a won some points. Like if you if you still defending that, I don't like the one. No, what are you defending? And and, and honestly, at this point, even the qualifiers of like, I don't really like DL. Like it don't matter. It doesn't matter. It's wrong at this point. Like it doesn't, it wouldn't matter if you love that nigga. This yeah, is still it wrong. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter when she started into the set because yeah. the basis of her set is wrong. Yeah. Every comedian knows. Every comedian knew that immediately. And then the, the the documents got produced, and now now the public knows how it works. Also, the public knows now. So and now, just the fact so now you just on somebody's side. Now it's just, just the like fact that she side. said herself a couple days after that it was never about the contract. Right to me, you got to drop that now because your whole thing was. I mean, he ain't show a contract contract like then she goes. Yeah, I didn't even ever care about that. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck we talking about then? Yeah. Right. Well, why if you didn't care about that, why you why'd you talk about that on stage? Why why'd you talk about that? You yeah. started with that. Well, I never cared about that. It's about defending black women. Yeah, I think Sydney what black women. Oh, it's about this thing he did to me X number of years ago. What thing did he do to you? You know the thing. Right. Okay. <laughs> well she has think- and she's also she's just contradicting herself. There was a story about how they had a show together. In like 97, it was the Tyson Holyfield fight night and only like mm-hmm. 10 people showed up. And so she said she invited the whole crowd and DL back to her house. This is in Maryland. Um, be good. Be safe, baby. Bye, my babies. babies. You my baby. <laughs> okay. Hey, so I love us for real, Miss Barnes. <laughs> our babies now. I don't know which one of our babies now. Miss Barnes. Barnes. Okay, sweet baby. So she invites the entire crowd back to her house, all 10 people. And then um, and then like a couple minutes later, she's saying, so DL was at my house and it's very sacred if I invite you to my house. I'm like, you just invited a random audience to your house. Like, what are you talking about? How sacred could it be? Those were her babies, though. Yeah, that was I guess those are her babies. They're all grown up now. That was like 97. So uh, it, it, it wasn't that sacred for her to have people at her house. But for the story, it has to be. I let DL into my home. His feet were under my table. Mm-hmm. Why is that significant? Doesn't and the way that he like, I, even if he does choose to respond to this, it won't bother me because the way he responded just seemed to be so smart. Yeah, right. he stayed on topic. Like he didn't do the wild. Let me go for an hour talking shit about this woman. He wasn't talking about her weight. He wasn't like it was all germane. It was it was like how I prefer the takeover to ether now i get most people like ether (laughs) but takeover to me was like nah he zipped this man up he just everything he said was true and you ain't gotta like it but them was facts he didn't oh you ugly big lip bitch he he didn't do none of that he just was like uh your album flopped what happened to that 
Come on, Rod. I don't think anybody would actually do that, would actually go on air and <laughs> just attack someone in that manner. <laughs> I don't I don't think that that would happen. That just would go on air and call her a coon. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's how you have to do it. Take the emotional punch out of somebody where you'd be like, OK, I, I, y'all, y'all, y'all done. OK, right. let's talk about these facts. Uh, this is my contract. I was my shit was honored. Uh, <laughs> that's a big that's a big significant point that it seems to be lost by all, I got everything I wanted all the people that was like uh, she had a contract well one of them was honored right <laughs> so I don't know how y'all deal with y'all contracts but the way mine are set up is I expect them to be honored <laughs> I, I the Motep's who said it's not a con- that, that wasn't a contract that he showed that wasn't a contract. Well, then it was, it was honored. Whatever it was, was honored. Yeah, it, 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 it like a written, contract and they honored it. So. It could have been written on loose leaf paper, torn out of a spiral notebook. And it doesn't matter. It was They honored whatever it was that he had. And, was, and it was like a deal memo with UTA, uh, right. which means that somebody somewhere signed a contract. I guarantee that shit when you're represented by people maybe dl's not signing his own contracts and typing them up in word like motherfucking sydney is <laughs> but somebody somewhere best believe signed something and then they give this to their client yeah saying dl when you show up this is what we've agreed to and what you should expect right that's how that works that's called representation this is what you're doing <laughs> look out for this yeah, I, I just thought about something. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. And you know, I'm the conspiracy theory guy. I, okay, uh, break it down, brother. And then Rod be like, "Yo, we're not going. We're not going down this route." But nah, this time, this time I got your back. Let's yeah, go. I, I'd love to hear this one. So Spain, I only know him on Facebook. Spain, your boy Rod. Oh, Mr. Spain. Yeah. Wait, Spain, free Spain? Free no, 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 free not, Spain? Not, 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 not Dirt Mall, Spain. Dirt um, Mall? No, no, Rod, Rod Spain. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, Spain. Oh, I thought I thought he said Spain. Spain. Free Spain. Okay, right, yeah. right, right. So. Monique was originally the only person on the show, right? According to your man. According to Mr. Span, he said when he did it, DL wasn't on the show when he bought his tickets three months ago. Now, however, comma, what if DL was added to the show? To goose ticket sales? <laughs> are you saying are you saying that the sweet babies were not buying enough tickets she and the promoter she, had to do something about that the 10 people that came to our house 20 years ago with DL to watch the Holyfield fight <laughs> plus Rod's man bought the tickets and they were like Yo, we need some more we need some more people to buy some tickets right so we got to put someone else now the, their contract and the deal memo are dated one day apart so you think maybe even within that Overnight, they were like, oh, we've made a terrible mistake. We have to juice up this show a little bit. Sounds like it. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> you know what? It's airtight. Possibility. I'm, I'm just saying, like, um, you know, I just, I, as a person who just produced the show and had to cancel it, cancel the whole weekend because ticket, ticket sales were trash. If DL was on that show, they wouldn't have been trash. And I would have took that deal memo and would have been done with it. I don't, right. I don't need the contract. <laughs> exactly. Whatever you want, DL. The DL memo is what it is. Yeah, but I, I think he got added to the show because 
ticket sales wasn't wasn't popular. Have we heard anything about the numbers from the show, by the way? Were the numbers bad? I think Core Holcomb was the one saying that show was half full. I think that's what he was talking about about half. Oh, full. really? Okay. Yeah, I, it was hard to tell. He was kind of. Yeah, I couldn't around. tell. He was. Yeah, I, I, Corey I, I was, felt like Corey he talked about the Queens of Comedy. This. Like he was all over the place. Remember yeah, when I, I like said about Queens of Comedy shows? But I don't. Me know. too. Remember when I said how nice and compact BL's response was, and how <laughs> factual and chronological, and how he zipped it up, and it was so beautiful. Corey was the opposite of that. <laughs> right. He was just saying shit. He was like, just, look, this fat bitch, the show will only have sold out. <laughs> like, Corey, what, what show? You ain't got no jokes, you fat bitch. Yeah. You don't even close the show. You just, fat you just make jokes for fat bitches that like that like to laugh. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you, sir? And then he, threw in, he had to throw in... Uh, I'm doing a show there, and they might add a second one. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming to Detroit, and we can the, do two. We might do two shows. The uh, the the code taps are showing up for my show. <laughs> I'm only putting unvaccinated fat bitches in the first three rows. Oh no, bad bitch! <laughs> yeah, it's the ignorance was on fleek. What have you done lately, man? <laughs> I hate love him so much, man. He's the worst. Oh, that might be the worst nigga I'm a fan of, honestly. <laughs> He's just really Anything. good at, at being that, like the wrestling heel, basically. Don't nobody want to yes, see your buffoonery, bitch. <laughs> she had a TV show. It was buffoonery. That little TV show she had. I said, damn, man. Like, I remember that tv show i watched it was on bet oh man meanwhile he was on um black jesus <laughs> buffooning all the time hey hey hey, hey. i love jesus, that show <laughs> no but it was still hey look he was he wasn't on there doing no motherfucking <laughs> shakespeare in the park nigga he was on there doing some, <laughs> he was on there farting and cooning too <laughs> hell he evil boy he evil he got the devil in him <laughs> <laughs> That bitch. <laughs> he could not wait. Oh, <laughs> uh, she just—I don't know. Something. She is not right, and her and her motifs are not helping. Mm, true. And uh, she, like, she went after Vivica too. And what, now, what she got? Now, what she got to do with this? Right. What Vivica <laughs> got to do with this? Well, somebody was asking Vivica about some things, and she was just talking. I think so. I think that's what it was. So anyone who answers, try to go after go after uh, uh, Daryl Lennox because of what he said about uh, uh, Will Smith and them. Didn't she try to do that too? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. doubt it. I couldn't sit through the whole thing. So all I know is I got tired of hearing about about her bringing up the dog. The dog ain't got nothing to do with this. Vivica ain't got nothing to do with this. Well, mm-hmm. you have to understand, any man that travels with a dog is weak. That's what. Just like any man who's laying, who uses the initials DL, it's clearly must be gay, right? That's what that means, doesn't it? <laughs> that's what was crazy to me, too, is watching the people that's typically pretty on point with liberal stuff. Mm-hmm. Be, Let that slide. Be like, it's okay when she do it. Like, right. what? Oh. I've, been there, I've, been, I've been in that same position. For me, it was that it was at Amber when Amber was talking about Kanye West, talking about putting fingers in asses. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, yeah, girl, that's great. I'm like, you understand that, that that's, that that's anti-gay shit. You get that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's not. I'm like, oh, God. Her insult, and this is not Amber Heard, this is Amber uh, Rose. Her Amber insult Rose. was uh, Kanye wanted a finger in his ass, and people were like, yeah, you tell him. And then 
<laughs> I think you were on Facebook, like, you know, that's homophobic to like, say that's to, that's right. that's negative. Cool. And people were not seeing or they did. They were refusing to. They to just see they didn't want to see it. Yeah. Right. You know, they were like, no, no, it's not. I'm like, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you understand? The, context, the, only way, yes. the only way that that works as an insult is if you think it's homosexual. Do you think it somehow makes you gay, a man gay to have a finger in his ass? And gay equals bad. And then the A equals bad. That's the only way it works. That's the only way it works. Mm-hmm. It doesn't oh. work any other way. <clears throat> you want the fingers in his ass because it feels good? Oh, because they were having a gay old time? <laughs> yeah. Gay. I don't, they were having a good... He, he, that's what he likes, and she was into it. I was trying to figure out why she would even say that. I'm like, is that supposed to be a diss against him? Right. Because <laughs> it doesn't work. Unless you think it's gay, it's wrong because it's gay. I'm looking at uh, Monique's Instagram and her, the link in her bio is for her OnlyFans page, but that page seems to be gone. So I don't know Ooh. if she took it down recently or, or what. There's this an old link. She had an OnlyFans. I don't know what she was doing on OnlyFans. Her managers didn't take care of that for her? Guess not. Guess he's make, sure busy. That, make sure that her page is on point. OnlyFans.com slash the real Mo Worldwide, which is also her Instagram handle. Absolutely not going to subscribe to that. I don't want. I don't need. To it's see that. too late. The page is not available. Oh, praise Jesus! So we got. We got to go to Brandon Moore's Instagram or OnlyFans. <laughs> Catch some helicoptering or something. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I have a um story time. So I remember um uh when when she did the the whole DL thing, whatever it it sh- it, sh- it shook me to my core. I like my other little adjective I to use. It shook me to my okay. core because um I co-wrote a skit called Abuse Black Men that was on YouTube, um, Tommy Teller Jr. And um, a lot of women took offense to it. And um, it was a local comic who's a legend. I won't say names. <laughs> took a lot of offense to the to the, to the the skit. Well, you're saying like a, lo- a legend. In, a local, local legend. A, a local legend. legend. I won't say names. I think I, I, I think I know who you're talking about. A DC legend who helps, who helps uh, Young comedians out occasionally who gives the young comedians advice. Oh no, it's a woman. Oh, it's a woman. Hmm. A woman, yeah. a DC legend. Legend. Okay. I, I was thinking of somebody else. Uh, oh, was I? Yeah. Um. So. Um. So she ran the um the the course with you know oh these men you know they're you know blah 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 men or don't like black women blah 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 whatever. Anyway, so long story short, she was in the youth because it kind of the, the skit blew up. It was everywhere. Mm. Um. So she was in the YouTube comments. Now she's an older lady of a certain age. And she goes in the comments and she says, Yeah, because I know for sure everybody that's in this skit is on the down low. I know personally because I heard they on the down low like that, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> not knowing personally. Hearing something is not knowing personally. Yeah. Not and, the same thing. I have and, I have third hand accounts here. That <laughs> I personally have third hand accounts. <laughs> yeah. So she so she's saying all this, right? And I'm I'm reading the comments. So I, you know, I let Tommy know. And um, everything, and and we approached her, and she was like, "Well, how do you know it was me?" And I showed her the phone because her username <laughs> was her full name. <laughs> how do you know it was me <laughs> on YouTube? I didn't say that. Here goes say- your name, your social security number, your address, your blood I was, type. I was That's hacked. all you, right? I was hacked, guys. That's your name. You you did this, like you was doing interviews and everything. She was riding this wave of of you know of this skit um, that was received negatively and positively. There was a lot of think pieces about it, but. Um, but yeah, she was calling black, calling all of us down low, and then all in our faces asking for spots on shows. It was very weird. It was it was weird. Now, what did she say when you said, "Hey, this is your screen name"? I have like, did she still deny it? 
Yeah, she said, well, yeah, she just like, well, I, I mean, I didn't say it like that. You know, I know you're not on the down low, Michael, but you said, I, but I was like, you said everybody. Right. <laughs> All these men that's in the skit are on the down low. That's what you said. That's what you wrote. No, I mean, but not you. Personally, no. Yeah, I'm in the skit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Most of wish. these men are on the down low. I'll let you decide which ones to go edit the comment. Yeah, so I don't uh, like, and that was back maybe like six, seven years ago. So, I, I'm not sure I, I know who you're talking about when you because you, you, you said a DC comedy legend of a in, certain age. I feel like I have a an idea. Put in group chat. I'm gonna put it in the group chat. Oh, okay, you can put okay. it in the chat. You can do a private message if you want. But to the group chat, I'm gonna uh, be honest with you. The way that my technology is set up, and my <laughs> I, don't bl- I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take it to the group chat. That's exactly mm-hmm. what someone on the DL would say. <laughs> <laughs> on the Daryl Lennox, like, we don't call DLs Daryl Lennox now. We gonna call you're on that Daryl Lennox, ain't you? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Paula Poundstone. I would have never known. (laughs) She's from DC. DC's own. I just sent it to (laughs) y'all. Legendary Paula Poundstone. I I thought it it was her. I was thinking I had it narrowed down as she was. I thought it was her, but then the thing Mm. you were saying, she was asking for spots. I was like, that. mm." No, she what is she doing asking y'all for spots? And, and what were those black men doing being on the down low? <laughs> we all know that it's okay to, to point that out and make Not fun the of down low, Rod, the Daryl Lennox. And, <laughs> yeah. And and she's and she has a lot of I don't know how she is now because I don't talk to her, but back in the day, she has a lot of Motep flavor to her. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Yeah, she has a lot of that spiciness. Flavor. Yeah, because um we used to do roast battles in um this comics um group called the DMV Comics. And um, she would come in and then like we'd be roasting each other. And then she was like, yeah, but I'm about to tell y'all something. I know who's on the down low in this. Ch- <laughs> well, she's doing the roast. <laughs> this is the roast. Like, no, this is funny. So now it, it, the whole conversation didn't change. She was like, yep, I know who's on the down low. Who want to hear it? Who want to know? Wow. Who want to know? So That'd be the number one insult, man. Like, why are you so obsessed with this? <laughs> right, <laughs> ma'am? Why do you care? I am they roasting. Just, they just, they just expect, it was funny when DL was just basically like, I know who I am, so yeah. <laughs> these yeah, insults uh, mean nothing to me. You're not uh, affecting yeah. my manhood here. Yeah. Like I was listening to Kev on stage and them talk about it. It was like uh, I think Angel, his co-host, was like, "Well, you know, when you want to insult a man, you go to what's in his pants and what's in his wallet." <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I mean that's the first. That's the first thing. But then we quick to say, "Well, but we don't." But we but we support we right. support our gay brothers and sisters. Right. However, though, Rod, if you out right. on that Daryl Lennox, I got something to say about you. Right. You know, it's <laughs> like how like how how supportive are you of because a lot of Monique fans are gay people. <clears throat> so how supportive Ooh, of you or the how supportive of that community can you be when your first insult is to say this dude yeah. is secretly comic. one of y'all? I know but gay comic very well. You guys have heard him a couple times. We had Samson on yeah. very well, who um, opens for her. He did open mm. for her, and he was very, yeah. very close to her. And I'm like, I haven't been able to. I mean, he's out in L.A., so I can't really talk to him. But I like to know how what he's got to say about this now. Fuck, because Sam's not the kind of guy who who uh, takes shit like that in stride. <laughs> Just right. say it like that. Yeah, but he's also not. He's also a guy who wants people to come together. He's he's not gonna. Yeah, that's he's true. not gonna like uh, cast. Yeah, money even decide. after Chappelle, he was like, kind of. He was very understanding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he's not like a gotcha type of dude, but I wouldn't blame him. 
Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> one of these days he just don't got it. Yeah. I understand because he didn't gave a lot of people a lot of a, a lot, lot of, of leeway. He gave Jesse leeway. Yeah, him and Jesse know each other. He gave him leeway. Right. You know, he gave that's a very understanding leeway. man. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you can actually see yeah. who's winning this. This if this if you want to say this is a war or a battle, who's really winning? Because right now one person is doing another show this weekend, and the other person still using. Instagram to make videos because sideways right. videos. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I, I will say this though: there was there is a contingent of people, and I and I'm I'm probably out, um, out by myself on this one, but there was a contingent of people saying like, "Man, it's fucked up because people paid money to see that show, and then she came out there and did that shit, and they ain't get to see no comedy or whatever." I prefer to see the crazy shit. <laughs> you on your own it's like on your own that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't get support it. it. I don't support it. Understand? <laughs> I want to make a clear distinction. I'm not saying I support it, but if I could go to a dozen shows and you promise me a dozen crazy things was gonna happen that had nothing to do with the show, I probably take them tickets. I mean, I get it. Listen. As much as we talk about train wrecks, we'll all stand there and watch one. Oh, for yeah, sure. I guess I wouldn't watch one. You know, there's someone train wreck I mean, at three thirty today. Really, where? You know? <laughs> no, right. No shade to Monique, but if someone had posted ten minutes of her stand up, it wouldn't have went. It wouldn't. We wouldn't be here talking about that shit. You, you know, mm-hmm. Ten like, minutes of her talking shit about DL, yeah. we was like, oh, I'm setting my week aside. I'm gonna go to her Instagram. Ryan White's face in the in the Zoom said everything. He was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan doing one of these, and it ain't. And for the record, it ain't, it ain't even no shade to Monique because uh, when d- they posted DLs for Slunts, his shit was only fifty seconds, and them the only fifty seconds I watched. I, <laughs> he was like, "Listen, uh, damn, she got some problems, don't she?" Or whatever. I was like, mm, "Okay, what else you gonna say?" He was like, "That's it, going into my set." I was like, "Okay, all right, cool." And and people said that because Corey Holcomb said you didn't have any jokes. Apparently, <clears throat> she did go into her set like she yeah. did like ten some 15 minutes maybe on dl and then she had that moment where she was she had to be like i think the point of what, what else was anyway was you, didn't uh, have the full, you didn't have hey, enough, enough and, jokes to fill however much time she was supposed right to but do. i'm saying she had to segue from that so, rant at 10 plus minute rant into but did uh, she extend her set an additional well, 10 minutes on top no she was rant? doing 45 minutes yeah. yeah she wasn't doing a 10 minute yeah. set even right. so, I'm saying, so she was scheduled to do 40 did she do 50 no, 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 what I'm saying so. is yeah. she did this long rant at the beginning and then she right. had to then switch gears yeah. into off the stage. What's going I on with you guys? That. I couldn't watch through it all. Everybody What's going on with the buses? Ran off in the, what you guys want to talk about? <laughs> What's going on with the buses <laughs> in Detroit? <laughs> Why'd she run off the stage? So y'all got a Providence road that intersect <laughs> with Knife Mile? Why y'all got all these miles in this city? That stage, I'm be honest with you. That's I've never seen a stage that long, but that was... Uh, what if she would have did all that and then been like... <laughs> Well, she did 15 minutes on DL, then was like, now give it up for yourselves. Damn, y'all look so beautiful <laughs> so tonight. Beautiful tonight. What a black man that. What a beautiful down low black man that. Where y'all at? Raise your hand. <laughs> Where are the couples? Where are my down low babies at? Where are you? <laughs> Where are the yeah, come on and clap and come on at the closet for me. No, are you sitting next to my bonnet wearing babies? Where y'all at? Where are y'all at? <laughs> 
Look here, my sweet baby. Wave your bonnets in there. I know y'all out there. Who out, here, who out here with deal memos? Put, come on, make some noise if you got a deal memo. Right <laughs> are you going on after me? We don't know. Make some noise if you got a deal memo that says you are. Clap, everybody. Go ahead and visit the Motep merch table on your way out. Sweet baby said, shirts, sweet baby rays, barbecue sauce. <laughs> What's that? That's the light? Well, all right, sweet babies. That's my time. I've been Monique. <laughs> Coming up next, DL Hughley. Y'all give it up for your for your closer. <laughs> oh, y'all not making enough noise. Y'all not making enough. Give it up for dear. <laughs> he didn't even go in on it the way he could have. Give it up for your co-headliner. Imagine if that was Corey. <laughs> imagine if that was Corey Holcomb behind it. You fat bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> Hell no. Corey Holcomb would have been on a microphone from off stage during her set. <laughs> yeah. He'd have been yelling at her from 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 left stage. He might have been the loudest laugh. Okay. Yes, he would have been allowed to laugh. Oh, no, nah, we don't need that. <laughs> and he would have been. You know that whole... fat bitch ain't got nothing to say. Yeah, Y'all wait till I get on stage. I got something for them, but all the fat bitches in the house, sir. He would have gave quit, a... quit yelling backstage. He would have gave you a whole hour. Yeah, everyone's phone battery would have been dead because they would have been recording his whole hour. Yes! Yeah. Not just 10 minutes of it. Yeah, no, sir. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm do this up top, but don't start the clock till I say start the clock. Yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd have been egging out. Is that all you got? Yeah. <laughs> you hit like a bitch. Like, sir, <laughs> calm down backstage. <laughs> she would have gone yeah, back to his green room. He would have been in her green room with a microphone. Yes. <laughs> Eat, eating her MMs. <laughs> My contract said I get off your email. You should probably lay off these. <laughs> you need to lay off these anyway, you fat bitch. <laughs> I tell you, it'd have been so much worse, y'all. What an evil man. Yeah, like, she, yo, needs she, to, she needs to go away for a while. He That's said. what she needs to do. That's what's crazy is she, she did. did go away. She did. This was her comeback. Yeah, and this, yeah. this the energy you coming back with, dog. Yeah. And I promise yeah. y'all, mark my words, three to six, maybe a year from now, she's going to come back and complain about how nobody booking her. She can't get no jobs. Don't nobody want to work with you. Yeah, if I was considering, like, like if I was considering, because this was supposed to be your quote unquote comeback tour, if I had considered you for things because you know she just did, did that thing of 50 cent and y'all know 50 cent is just 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 the ignorance among ignorance and so i was like yeah y'all two gonna be online flaming each other because he gonna let you come to work every day and he gonna talk shit about you every day yeah, and okay. i were talking just just the other day it's like she doesn't really have any places to turn work-wise other than, other than stand up, like OnlyFans, she, she yeah, <laughs> OnlyFans because but she's supposed to be working with Lee Daniels in something. I mean, like they made up on yeah, stage, and I, if I'm cool. Lee Daniels, I'm sweating bullets right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm rewriting that deal memo real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that that might be out. Uh, I, I Tyler, Tyler's out. I got it, guys. I got All it. Right. I got the guys and girls. I got it because okay. Dio gave her a present, even in the seven minutes. She should, in a month and a half, find some young comics who are just looking for a come up and start a tour called Occupational Hazard <laughs> and just tour. That's the name of the tour, Occupational Hazard, mm. with young comics who are looking for a come up. Okay. And, and it's like five comics and then she closes the show or she hosts oh. it. Does she host it? No, no, no. And, no, no, then, no. and then every week another comic leaves the show because they offended her in some kind of right. way that they couldn't have possibly foreseen oh, yeah. when they signed these deals. Of course. 
And they're going to go a lot. Hey, guys, listen, I just want to let you know, I'm not going to be on the next show. Ooh, Talisa's saying she listened to an enemy's list. She has an enemy's list. She, she got here like Arya Stark. Who's on her list? Maybe that's why the video was 57 minutes. <laughs> Who's it, on her it, list? It, it, I can't time. go. Hey, I can't go 57 minutes. And she's like, well, through the A's. That's what the phone started slipping off the Bible that she had to prop up on. <laughs> you, know, you know what's real bad, too, though, is like, you don't even see comics defending her. No, because they all know that they all know what it is. She hasn't. She doesn't have a lot of good relationships. No, in yeah. she's burned too many. She's burned too many bridges. With like kids. that's really telling, though, that because you know there's a lot of comics that just for the come up. Like they, yeah. you know, comics ain't necessarily the most scrupulous motherfuckers with right a whole bunch of integrity. They see some shit happening. It's like, right. how can I make this about me? I haven't seen anybody. Trying to do the like, you know, she got a point. No, uh, I no, mean, there's another thing that I didn't quite understand. I'm like, DL's reputation for that type of stuff. I've never heard anything even remotely close to what she's talking about. Yeah, as far as DL's reputation in comedy, because he about that money amongst other comedians. You never hear right. some other comedians talking shit about DL Hughley. That's not something. And that's what I'm hear. saying. Like, because like people would have came out even if they didn't have the same story as her. Right. This is your air your grievances with DL time, and comedians are notorious for you know like yeah motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> fucked up my contract too. Yeah, and- exactly. Nothing. But yeah. also, DL is actually still in these clubs, though, like the main clubs. So yeah. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. Yeah, so well, even the radio it. show, Mike, like somebody, I had a bad time on this radio show. Not even one person yeah. saying that. I ain't heard that either. I like, that I don't either. know. She kind of went at the, like, like I said, whether you love him or hate him, I think DL's one of those dudes that seems to operate with a level of integrity and, uh, and authenticity that you're not going to catch him slipping on something this simple. Like, like you might not like his opinion, but it's because he gave you his opinion. Right. It's not because you discovered it by accident, right. or, or you, you know what I'm saying. Like he told you what he felt, and you just and and if you don't have to like it, and he don't, and he says shit in a way that's like I don't care if you don't like it. So I don't know. El just posted on Instagram. Did it? Share screen. I'm sharing screen. I'll, I'll get I'll I'll get it up here. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Breaking news, Andy. 20 minutes ago, I think. Yeah, breaking oh. news exclusive. Yeah, we need some music. He posted about his tour going uh, with... with... <laughs> oh, I couldn't yeah. even get it out. <laughs> Can you make that bigger, Andy? Him and Corey Holcomb going on tour together. Oh, no! <laughs> uh, he posted a screenshot of, written this by, about it looks his like, daughter. his oh, daughter. Mm. Uh, his mm. caption is, the love between our Too families money. is evident and clear, and while I'm beyond proud of the, of the way my eldest daughter... Brown sugar and bourbon handled this disgusting attack. This is not their fight. They have been like repeatedly attacked for no reason. This needs to end. I'll speak my mind on this later today. Mm. And Dang. now he's mad because you're talking about his kid. But this is his kid. daughter's post, I guess, from Instagram, where she's mentioning um, you publicly disrespected my mother, who I love and care. This is to Monique. She tags Monique, mm-hmm. who I love and care and for very my much. Baby and my baby sister, uh, who I love and care for very much to get back, and my father, who I love, respect, and care for very much at this point. I feel like you're asking my family and myself to act out of character, out of all the things you could have legitimately said about my dad. If that's the route you wanted to take, you chose to be deliberately mean and hurtful to two black women. Here we go, Rob. have nothing to do with this conversation. Here we go. You mean two black coons? 
<laughs> using my mom and my sister to show people my father's character only shows how little mental stability, dignity, morality, and respect you have not only for yourself, Ooh. but Ooh, other she is a black chip off the old block, ain't she? So this runs in the family. <laughs> yeah. This was not ghost written by Corey Holcomb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, I'm going to hear Corey Holcomb's daughter for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> you fat bitch! That's all it is saying. Like, how does she write it like that? How does she, why is, why is it in bold? Why is, why is everything in capital letters? <laughs> you, you know, you're, you're clearly... You're clearly two crayons short of the full box, sis. You're disgusting. And you absolutely need to keep every single member of my family's name out of your apps, out of your... Uh, oh, it, it repeats. Um poisonous mouth <laughs> not because you can do us harm you can't but because Either. you're adding to the historical and systematic disrespect and trauma of other black women who you claim to love she yes. should have thrown a, should have thrown a baby in after that dot dot baby. dot babies and for what a check you're bringing up trauma for a concert line lineup discrepancy all you've done is proven that you have no moral compass. Nothing is too far in your quest to prove a point. And I'm blessed that my parents raised children who have no idea how you could possibly go here. We Hughleys are going to have a good ass day and a blessed life. We are healed. We are whole and we love each other fiercely and deeply. You can continue to live in that scorched earth kingdom of yours. Get some help, ma'am, for real. Oh, and if you want to have this conversation in person, I'll happily give you my address. Ooh, Jada Pinkett is going to be like, you guys want to come on? Uh, <laughs> that's the pull-up yes, line. Red table out. It's time to heal. Pull-up line. Pull-up then. Here's my address. That's pull the up. nicest pull-up I've read ever. <laughs> I will happily up. give you my address. Hard kisses emojis. <laughs> you know what's going to pull-up line. Oh, so DL actually includes the context of all the mm-hmm. the reasons for these posts. Okay, and, and It's you know, not about black women, man. It's such mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Ain't no what else too and, and and this this is on on the pull up i wouldn't even actually give monique my address not because i'm scared because i would be worried that she would put the bitch online that's true mm-hmm. <laughs> so my baby my sweet babies go to this house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no because she don't keep nothing private yeah like i mean like seriously because if she if she has a vendetta and she's been holding on this long and all she's gonna do is continue to move the goalposts on her shoulders you give her the address to be like, yo, come pull up. She's like, not a problem. They'd be like, why is everybody showing up at this McDonald's? <laughs> why is everybody at this Ruby Tuesdays? Right? <laughs> that is weird. But like, do y'all want anything? We don't want nothing. We we, we just trying to see if Monique going to show up. What? Tanya, what? What? Tanya in the chat room is right. She did have some bars. Bars. Mm-hmm. She, can, she can bring it. She, yeah. Now, that's she a is healed her, person. She's her daddy's daughter. I'll tell you that shit. That's a person that's not healed that's talking. Yeah. That's not yeah, trauma I think, talking. I think she said, I think she's maybe the, cause she says you've probably disrespected my, disrespected my mother who I love and my baby sister. So I think she's yeah. like the middle child yeah. and the baby sister is the one who had, who Monique tried to <laughs> use as a, as against as the a weapon. She's trying to use her daughter as a weapon against her daddy. Not, not, not to put a button in this cause I don't do those. So if you're Monique, how do you respond to this post? Oh, oh she's gonna definitely she's gonna respond. To it, she's yeah. gonna definitely call this girl a pick me coon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she don't support respond. black women. Yeah, yeah. See, I love us for real, unlike you who don't love your daddy and your daughter's <laughs> baby sister or something. Mm-hmm. And then Sydney gonna take over talking when she lose a point and be like, now nah, see, see, you against a black woman right now. See, this is what these <laughs> 
these DL coons do. Now I'm gonna talk. <laughs> I'm gonna do all the talking for you. Oh, go ahead, tell them, Daddy. That's right. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm saying it now. Now from there, uh, I would like to pan over to uh, Randolph as we pan the camera. The camera two, Randolph. How would Cora hope to respond to Monique's response? To oh, her? first of all, I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I should have did it like this. Sideways <laughs> <laughs> camera. Now listen. First of all, I just wrote up a contract right here. Whoa, now, this whoa, is a contract whoa. y'all looking at. It's in a spiral notebook. It's valid. I'm very, and and they, they wasn't honored by Instagram or three guys on. And I will be soon. <laughs> All Corey would have to say is, uh, uh, you think you can respond to Dio's daughter, you fat bitch? <laughs> she even typed like a fat bitch. Look at this. <laughs> like, sir. sir you you ain't got no too smart for you, you cooning bitch. <laughs> You're probably eating hog balls right now, you fat bitch. All that buffoonery. buffoonery and anything she wrote, bitch. It ain't nothing but buffoonery, and I don't even like DL like that. I mean, he, he the one told you take that shot that got everybody all messed up. I'll tell you what, Corey. I'll tell you what he Corey got does. rules. I don't. I'll tell you what Corey does that gets me every time. The thing he does at the end when he tries to get the other people to co-sign it. Y'all know that fat bitch can't do no shit like that. Oh, <laughs> everybody be looking like like a hostage video, like you know. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm not I'm not going down with you. Even if that. I agree, I'm not that's a ship I'm not gonna sink on. Y'all know that fat bitch can't say nothing to DL's daughter. Y'all know that fat Brian bitch. Brian White wants to know. Comma. Um, so is she going to try to sue DL? Nah, man. Here's the thing about suing. Here's the thing about suing, man. Uh, uh, discovery, the discovery process. Whatever type of suing you're trying to do, there's a discovery process. Everybody talks that shit until it's time to do discovery. Then motherfuckers want to want to settle. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Okay. When the discovery process comes, now all of a sudden nobody wants to do evidence. Like you have to prove shit, and yeah, 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 you can say all the shit you want. Also, like she gonna lose, right? Yeah, and that's another thing. You gonna lose? (laughs) What? (laughs) Whatever it is you think you're gonna sue behind, you're gonna lose. She would have to sue the promoter, not DL anyway. Like, right? Yeah, like we skipping right past the fact that this shit ain't got nothing to do with DL. (laughs) She gonna lose if she sue him. She might sue them promoters and get something, but and might not with that based on the uh, how everything goes down. Yeah, Yeah, it don't look like it because Mm -mm. DL's agency is like United Artists. Yeah. Your Honor, can I uh, can I address the jury, uh, sweet babies, on the jury? <laughs> my sweet, sweet babies ba- of the jury, ladies and gentlemen, and sweet babies of the jury. <laughs> For my closing arguments, I like to say, uh, <laughs> let me show this clip of D.L. Hewley talking about his daughter. <laughs> the jur- the jurors are like, why are you standing in that person, but sideways? Why are you sideways? She looks over <laughs> and you realize that Corey Holcomb is the foreman of the jury. That's what <laughs> oh, no. Why are we in this court, you fat bitch? <laughs> When she finished her closing argument, she ran off stage like she did in that clip. <laughs> uh, uh, what is that about? I don't get that. What is I, I have she a theory ran off the stage. I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, do you? I do. I have one. Okay. I think she ran to the other side of the stage because, you know, you can still see peripherals. She right. might have thought she saw some DL security like the nigga was walking on stage. Oh, okay. she had to get some distance. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she ran off to the other side. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Just right. they thinking they was coming to get him. 
maybe. Well, she definitely wanted to. I think that that other bar that that uh, DL had, yeah, so many. But when he said you wanted to set the stage on fire, set the show on fire, watch it. You know who does that? A arsonist, and they did feel like. I'm about to go watch this nigga bomb. Right. Because I just spoiled the whole thing. Let me run off stage. So, yeah, I, that's how it felt to me. Yeah. And then salt the earth and then watch everyone try to try to yeah. struggle. After did, we, you. did we even know how um how his set went? Probably must not like, have went bad. Probably fun. Yeah, it must not have went bad. I mean, the nigga you only hear if it had gone bad, you know, you'd have heard it. Yeah, she said, oh, he he addressed that shit for like one minute. And the way he did it. Only a person that secured themselves could do this, but he would hit that like, um, man, 14 black people just got shot in a fucking supermarket a week ago. Yeah, and we here, like you want to talk about contracts. Don't nobody care about that shit. We yeah. here to, to have fun and laugh and make jokes. Boom, right into a set. That's Damn. a good way to do it. You just it's like this is beneath my uh taking any time of my set to talk about. Right. Also, here's the other thing I learned from that. He was ready. The way he had his receipts, the way that right. he was casually able to just get on stage and do his thing, he knew this was a possibility working with her the whole time because he has not seemed like shocked. He hasn't yeah, really he seen, said he turned down like two or three times. Yeah, he don't even really seem hurt. He just felt like, and this is one of a belief I really do have in myself of myself, which is you don't gotta trust somebody if you trust what they're gonna do. Right. Like I like I don't necessarily like you might say one thing, but if I know what you're gonna do, then I ain't gotta worry about it. So it seemed that on some level he definitely anticipated working with her could be a problem. Mm-hmm. And he just seemed to have all his ducks in a row to be like, hey, well, here's the contract. All right. Everybody good now? Yeah. I mean, maybe even the promoter was like texting him leading up like, yeah, she's she keeps saying, you know, her people are being difficult. He might have been like aware that this was going to be an issue. He just seemed ready for it. And I mean, props to him because, I mean, even though he went against his better judgment and and worked with her after his friends told him not to, he at least he didn't go in completely, you know unarmed and go oh well i'm gonna work with her anyway he was like i'm gonna work with her but she might be crazy so yeah, let me she be, might be let crazy let me see oh yeah she did you know that kind of yeah thing. yeah <laughs> yeah that's how oh, i yeah. Yeah, hey, okay y'all was right hey guys i'll be right back oh, all right okay. i'll be gone for a second okay see you, sweet baby I love y'all tweet babies. Now that, now that he's gone, let me tell you, this motherfucker contract. <laughs> he told me Mike be that I bad bitch. To, I was supposed <laughs> to be on here by myself. <laughs> and then I look on here and Mike be on the fucking on the day. I'm like, what what the hell is happening? How's he closing? He always see that's the thing. You can't trust him. He always lying. He don't protect black women. He made a video called Abuse Black Men. And it was full of down low brothers. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to be learning about women. He didn't even finish period power. Come on. <laughs> hey, guys, he might be gay. Hey, <laughs> so, he might be gay. It's possible. <laughs> so what does that tell you about the guy? <laughs> oh, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What oh, you got? It's another thing that popped up was uh, Jada's. Oh, uh, God. Jada's video, which mm. which Doc sent to me, Doc April, and I Doc was like, April. I was like, what the fuck is? Oh no! She's promoting her show. That's all she's doing. Yeah, I hope that because they were talking about alopecia, 
It was like, I, I hope that these two strong black men <laughs> come together and heal. And I'm like, well, what does Chris have to heal from? Tell me what Chris has to heal from. <laughs> well, first of all, what's the, the actual loss of hearing? What's the uh, he he lost hearing in one of his ears and uh, it's coming back slowly. So he needs to heal from that for sure. <laughs> what's the what's the healing? I, I get tired of people using words like trauma and healing and stuff like that to just throw the shit around. Just like, well, it's trauma. Well, we got to heal. Heal from what? What's that look like? What's he got to heal from? From your, he didn't do nothing wrong. Mm. He was the one that's assaulted. So he has to heal. I mean, I don't know that she, did she really uh, make it a Chris Rock healing thing? I mean, it was put, a, put a passing the, quote. Bring the words up, bring it up, bring it up. And listen here's the problem. Words. If I Google Jada Pinkett Smith and healing, it's going to have like a million results. <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so many quotes use that. Let's bring up uh, uh, Jada Pinkett. Um, I'm gonna I'm red gonna table do, talk alopecia promo. That yeah, I'm going to the news uh, section on Google. She's it'll, doing it'll, some deep healing. Our family got to do deep healing, and then Chris can do some healing with them. Deep healing, a little bit of a little bit of a shallow healing as well. When I get that feeling, I need some deep deep healing, introspective healing. <laughs> <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith hopes Will Smith and Chris Rock have That's an it. opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. Heal from what? Is this the um, promo video? When her husband slapped that man in his face, well, Randolph. I don't, why is this so confusing <laughs> to you? It's, it's only maybe one I'm thing that happened. Maybe I'm the one with the party, with the number, with the problem. You're right. <laughs> so this is a promo for the upcoming season of Red Table Talk. They need to get Monique and DL on there, too. We'll oh, talk you know about alopecia. Considering what I've been through with my own health and what happened at the Oscars, thousands have reached out to me with their stories. I'm using this moment to give our alopecia family an opportunity to talk about what it's like to have this condition and to inform people about what alopecia actually okay, so what is. She's doing now with is the hair loss, as the she was so strong. She just rocked it, even when it was still falling out and she just had these big, bald patches. patches. See, she's setting it up now like she's a victim, and this is what Chris Rock did to me. Right. Or, yeah, this is what I've been going through. This, this informs, is what he did to all of you. Well, this informs Will's act, actions she's that night. Mm. And she was just like, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, can we just shave my head? Yeah. And so we did, and she just glowed. We got her that super cute wig, and she loved it. But at school, within a few weeks... She was like, I don't want to wear it anymore. There's no point. Mm. I went into Rio's room like I always do. I thought it was weird that the lamp was still on. And the way the room was set up, I did not see her. And I'm like, Rio, I didn't hear anything. What's that on her face? I yelled again. Stars. Well, her daughter killed this woman's daughter killed herself. Right. So yeah. this is this is to set this is Jada setting herself up as she's a victim in this whole thing. Well, I don't I mean look, Jada is going through her own thing. And if she wants to shine a light on alopecia, and if alopecia is getting talked about more than ever now, then you know, use that moment. Griff, um, 
Grift. She was already talking about it before yeah, too. I don't believe so it. Grift. Yeah. It's not like like it's out of her purview to be bringing it up or whatever. Yeah. I just wanted to see the two minutes about or whatever. It should have been on there. Thing. It wasn't on there. Not on this. I mean, unless it's the next thirty seconds of this clip. Uh, yeah. Like I don't. I don't mind her It'll talking about alopecia and all that stuff. I think that's fine. Just whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's and she's. I don't what she mind, but about. it seems like she's trying now. Particularly in, in conjunction with the shit that she was talking about, and and now on to the Oscars. Like your husband assaulted this man. I don't give a fuck what you say or how you try to spin it. He assaulted that man. But Period. I mean, this End of yeah, story. Yeah, yes, he did. And he, he assaulted him not because of you. Stop. You, that's you saying that. And it's convenient to say, but that ain't why he did it. No, it's not. And I don't think but, she said that. Yeah, I don't Stop think she said it. that in the statement at all. Like, and and for me, I think that she had to bring it up because and it's not even because of hers because everybody made the situation about her even though these are two black men that uh had the confrontation and it's one of these things where everybody put their own insecurities in there and that that's what keeps coming up everybody in their own feelings which is fine and my thing is, like, I don't have any problem with this promo because this is what she does. Shit happened in their lives and she makes a show about it. So she's going to talk about it. She's going to like she's going to bring it up. Um, I don't I know maybe this didn't directly happen to her, but it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be talked about. And my thing is, they really haven't, quote unquote, talked about it. You know, it's like we really they haven't heard their side. So they're going to talk about it for the show. Right, right, right. Which makes sense. But but this is the bill of goods that they've always sold us. This is not anything outside of her normal character. I feel like we wouldn't if they don't talk about it on Red Table Talk or they don't talk about it at all. People just going to be mad they didn't talk about it. Correct. Like it's not there's no win win here. About Oscar night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out and reconcile. That implies that they both have to have to heal. What does Chris have to heal from? From what Will did to him. Right. It's not, I think what you're looking at is saying it implies they both are to blame. What I'm That's saying what is. healing tends to mean where she talks. What I'm saying is. When they if, talk from, it's like, you have a problem. You need to, this is how what you I, hear right. your problem. He's the victim here. He was assaulted. He's the victim. Right. So and what I'm saying what is. what the healing is. Your if, husband needs to do the healing to help yeah, that yeah, man. And, right. And, but, and, hold, but hold up, hold up. What I'm saying is, if like Randolph, when y'all came to open for us and stuff, if you just like went on stage and slapped the shit out of me, and <laughs> and did and then later or or you know the, the the queen was like they need to heal, I would understand it as yes, nigga, we do because you like you like you you need to reach out like it's not just it's like if it's just say well Will's working on himself and. uh you know, good luck, Chris. It's like, no, do you need to come together and say something if we're gonna ever repair this? I, I didn't look at it as ill as in. I don't even see like, two sides even of blame. How, I don't even see how you can possibly repair it. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I think that's what you've been saying. Hubris yeah. to even believe that. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna repair this, right? People, because people use heal. healing. People who are victims heal from things too, and and they. But they've been victimized by something and in Chris Rock's case very yes, publicly. That's true, but it doesn't but that healing doesn't have anything to do with them. 
No, but her hope is that he. I mean, she you know, wants she, them to come together. We want the Indian to come yeah. together, man. Right. Fuck if, him. If you were to ask her the, the ideal, the right, ideal. Right, that's how you feel, right? Yeah, that's how you feel. Yes. Fuck that, Chris. Yes. I'm not coming. Why would I come together with a dude who assaulted me? Right. Unless I'm coming together to jump on him. Yeah. <laughs> Other right. than that, I don't see the. I don't see the point in that. I'm coming together different with a guy people, who assaulted me. People got different shit, though. It's Correct. not just. It's not just how you feel. Like this is where it starts to lead into until we hear until we hear rift. Until we hear really, and I, and they probably don't know either. Until we hear what Chris got to say, that's that's really the the determining factor. Yeah, because I because I have I have had people do shit to me where I'm like, if they reach out to me and we talk it through, I'm cool with it. And I've had people do shit where I was like, and I could never talk to them again, and I'd be fine. So it just it I don't know how Chris feels, but all this shit that we're saying is on behalf of Chris, and we don't even know. So I, I would. We'll be waiting on him to say something if he ever does. The rest of the shit is, you know, they got a TV show to sell. Right. The yeah. Is, yeah. Is they, <laughs> and I guess just from that clip, I'm like, and, well, this is what they do. And it's impossible for. Well, the problem is it, what happened was so big. It's impossible for them to do shows and not talk about it. I'm, I'm with Dr. April on this one. And like, just they some grifters. Heart emoji. Some, <laughs> That's well, what that I see saying. They're just some grifters, man. I don't know. Griffin is different to me. Sean King is Griffin. Yes, he is. This ain't just, to me. This, this different. Is their, this is what they sell. This is what they sell. I agree. What Jada has to sell. Will has a lot more to sell than Jada has to sell. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just this different. Is, I think Griffin is, is Griffin is Griffin is taking money from people yeah. under false pretenses and then using that money. I don't think that's this let's is not call it the, let's call it the hustle. And the yeah, hustle, this is yeah, their hustle. Hustle, hustle is a different yeah. And I could agree with the hustle. That's that yeah, that's a better phrase. You know, this is how they make hustle. money. Yeah. This is how she makes money anyway. Yeah, the brand is doctors maybe not grift. It's like yeah. a brand. That's their hustle. Their brand mm-hmm. this is her brand. Yeah. You know, this is her hustle. And Will has a lot point, more. Will has a lot more to offer than than Jaden is. What Jada has to offer is this. At this point, right. I feel like everybody has a brand, and it's just how you go about it. Because you know, doing well, a podcast with Karen is. I remember when I was hanging out with Omani, and I took a picture of the food we had because I was like, "This is a swanky ass place." Like, I gotta I know. show the world need to see these motherfucking sprigs <laughs> of of thyme or whatever the fuck on is on chicken. my on my chicken. And he was like, "Oh, y'all still selling that uh such and such brand?" I was like, "Uh, I would be doing this if I wasn't." anybody so <laughs> call i mean I, but i guess in a cynical way yeah it's, it's a brand to everyone's running a brand now because they everyone's on the internet and shit and if you make money from it uh, shit even if you're not making money from it it's a brand yeah, people do it for type. free all the time well you see with like comedians there's some comedians whose whole thing is they they you know everything about their marriage everything about their kids everything about their families everything about the shit yeah. they went through and they make jokes out of it and they talk about their trauma i mean richard Pryor is celebrated for that so yeah. he's t- he's using whatever pain he's been through for his whatever he's, his thing is comedy. And yep. Jada seems to be just, well, well, this I just put my life on display in this other format. Um, it's just a matter. It's just the, the irony of holding themselves up as the ones who know how to heal That's properly. The, yeah. Yes. And, and I could see people and being very conflict. frustrated and angry yeah. about that. That's valid. We're the, we're the ones who know how to, we're the ones who do this right. They've been holding themselves out and I say they, both of them, mm-hmm. they're the ones who, are, the way we do our marriages, we're on a, on a higher plane than the rest of you peasants. Mm-hmm. You need to be up here where we are because we don't believe it. We do this and we, 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 and then look, 
Well, look at you now. Well, that's well a lot what, of people. What's the part of it that makes you feel like they're saying they're on a higher plane? Because I didn't. They, get, well, they, they, they. Not that they say it, because mm-hmm. you can say something without saying it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like we believe that there, there's 100% accountability. 100%. This is what unconditional love looks like. Well, unsaid in that is we're doing it right, and the mm-hmm. rest of you are doing it wrong. Okay, and so and that's the thing. People are implying something, and I think with Will and Jada, people have already speculated about them for decades. So a lot of this shit ain't just happened yesterday. A lot of this shit has been like decades and decades and decades of people knowing absolutely positively nothing about them to people knowing everything about them. And so it's almost like you get an overload of them. And so it's one of the things to where uh, regardless of what they say, people have put them on a pedestal that they may or may not have put themselves on. Well, I think one having the nature of the show and the show being like, it just having the show is going to make people feel like you think you're an authority because you have the show. Agree. It's like how people look at like Oprah or something and the show being successful and the show being very introspective, you know, but it's still a show. And I think, there it's a product that is packaged and sold to us no matter how much it's about authenticity and stuff you can only make it so much you know and for this outburst to have happened to the people that have this show is like a very like oh y'all don't live your raps moment you know well he's the one who's been like i'm on the spiritual journey i'm going through all this therapy i'm doing this i'm doing that you know, I'm bettering myself and stuff like that. And then you you jump up in the middle in the the high point of your career and you you napalm it. Right. Well, well I mean, but, it, but he's been he's been saying while while putting themselves out as an example of how to do things, quote unquote, the right way. There's also all the stuff about how imperfect he is. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's this weird juxtaposition because with when we hear about their life, we hear about they tell us about all their sort of private failings and they didn't bring they make it public they talk about it publicly here's something we went through uh that you didn't know about now you know about it this was a very public moment right and it's like do that do they have to talk about every moment or can they still pick and choose what they talk about on that show and are we do we deserve to hear you know exactly what we want them to say and you know because this was such a public moment or should they still treat it like we're, we're going to we're going to give you what we want to give you and reveal what we want to reveal. But they don't normally talk about public moments on Red Table Talk. It's all about private mm-hmm. moments. The August Alcina thing became public. That's, that's yeah, what I talked they didn't, about. That wasn't part of their plan. Yeah, they weren't. You know? So this happened so publicly. I don't know. You know, I don't know what's supposed to happen next. But, you know, her kind of giving a passing thing about Chris Rock and Will Smith coming together and healing. That's, you know, to me, that's just like pie in the sky kind of stuff like i right. hope i hope and you know one day and things will come together and because it's got to be awkward as shit in her house and she wants and it we, to not be we awkward, all we know? all say that shit about conflicts we're not involved in but we like both the people we all right. say that shit we're all guilty of i hope they can work it out because what we really mean is you know that's between them Good luck with that and that being her husband the most she's gonna be able, like even with it being her husband the most she can say is i hope they work it out because it low-key ain't got shit to do with her Mm-mm. like she like she was on some like yeah i hope these two intelligent black men would like i think the fit the wish casting is for her to come out on some like i didn't need will to do that fuck him we getting divorced tomorrow uh he fucked up everything and i yeah. hate him as much as y'all hate him now and that's they not gonna do that so well i don't even think they should i don't 
that ain't the reason I would think they would need to split up. But whether they, how they choose to live the relationship, I don't care about. Tell you, tell you, tell you the plan. It doesn't, you know, if if uh, if you put everything, if you put yourself on display and then people comment on it, you don't. That's the that's the trade off you made. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. That, yeah. Agreed. So that, that, that is now, right. People now she's never run from that. She's never been like, you, this is our business, mind your business. On display, so people get to comment on it. Um, I just keep going back to you assaulted that man. Mm-hmm. Will Smith that, assaulted that man. Yeah, you, know? you assaulted that man. Will Smith, not not Jada. Yeah, not her. Mm-hmm. Hey, you didn't do it because of Jada. That's another right. thing. You didn't, mm-hmm. do, this. You didn't mm-hmm. do it because of Jada. <laughs> you assaulted that man because of because of Will. Mm-hmm. You know, you you did that. You who said that you have everything together because of all your therapy and all that kind of stuff. You know. Well, it's you also, did, I mean, did that. does Will owe us anything? And also, if he does, if if we expect him to say something, does he need to say it on our timeline, or can he give it a few months? Can he can he come out two years from now and give the? Well, it doesn't matter when he when he comes out. If, if when he when he does say it. Well, I mean, I it think to me, what the timetable is for, to me, it for matters us. in the sense that until he says something, people are going to be like, what the fuck? What's he doing going to India? Right. You know, like if he wants to take his time and not say something, people are going to say, why isn't he saying anything? And so in that sense, it matters if if he waits a year, two years, five years to have that sort of moment where he's like, I'm ready to talk about this now. And which would be a huge moment if he goes on like, you know, 60 minutes or Oprah or whatever and does that. But I could see Oprah. Yeah, I just yeah. feel bad for if Chris Rock forgives him, and then all the people that's gonna turn on Chris Rock, right? Because like this just right, this reminds me a lot of that dude in the park. Yes, the Christian Cooper, where it's like unknowingly he becomes the like the the avatar for people that have a bunch of problems with 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 shit like this happen all the time, and then it's like him being human lets everybody down. If so, you know, I would love to see what Chris has to say about it before assuming all this shit. Dr. April's he's got jokes in the chat that. room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if Chris Rock, if Chris Rock comes in and says does it the wrong quote unquote way, right? Then there's smoke coming to him now for exactly. You know, all he did was get slapped, and he gonna yeah. Oh, he owes. Oh, yeah. he owes them a damn thing. No, no, you but it's know, yeah, but it's not up to us to make the calls. He don't owe Jada no apology because you're gonna hit. He has to apologize Jada for what? Right. He don't owe her no damn apology, and he don't owe nothing to Will. Imagine nothing. if it was uh, Corey Holcomb that got slapped though. No, I'm just kidding. Ball <laughs> <laughs> headed bitch. <laughs> All the jokes. <laughs> this ball headed bitch. <laughs> That's always the. It could be worse. Imagine if there was Corey Holcomb involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we going through our own things in this household right now. Right now, so I don't gotta I ain't worried about what's going on out there. Yeah. You know, all these little uh, in my own house. Say it like that. Right. Oh, Ava scored the uh, the final goal of her soccer career. Today. Oh, she getting ready to retire already? Their little league is uh, since they're going into high school next year. This is pretty much it. Ah, uh, okay. One of the uh, one of the one of the girls' older sister says she'd put something together for them in a rec league if they wanted to keep going. Okay, she done aged out. Yeah, she'll put them in a rec league. She's like, I'll put y'all. We, I'll do a rec league with y'all if y'all want to do it. Play in the fall rec league. 
you know. Does she have plans to try out for the high school team? No. No, she gets smoked out. Yeah. That's uh that's them kids who play travel soccer play on that. Oh yeah, like like almost like they do in basketball, the the triple A, double A, whatever you want to yeah. call it, yeah. AA, they like them professional down. soccer players. Yeah, they get, they get smoked down there. You know. They've been bouncing the ball since they've been three. And a little eighth grade dance got canceled yesterday, so Oh, you know, I was seeing that. Oh take them to uh her and that boy to Dave and Buster's tonight. So So it got canceled because of a credible threat of that's what some they kind said. Of, they didn't, but they don't tell you any details about the, the nature of the threat. No, but then uh, they said they were going to do was going to be violence at the dance. Right. And then, um, and then of course there's mothers. Like, oh, there was a gun, a gun at the school. I'm like, no, there wasn't. <laughs> oh, there's like a, there's like rumors now. Yes. So it could have been like two kids that was playing to fight or something. Right. Or they uh, mean like know. someone thought mom would shoot the school up. Right. Yeah, they don't give you any any insight into what. Right, no, they can't. They can't. Mm. And this is not this. Ultimately, in the end, is the principal's call. A black woman. Mm. She's worried about her babies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, good on her. Uh, I'd rather listen. I'd rather rather no dance, no dance, no death. Come on. But I mean, this is the same thing. Like they did a they did a walkout over um, Florida's little gay rule. And uh, the students met on the football. She told him, the principal, she was like, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> you know, so they went out there. And then some little kid attacked um, our little neighbor girl. Our little uh, gay, uh, let's just say, our, our queer neighbor girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's gay. I know she's queer. I don't know if she's gay. <laughs> did that kid get, uh, did he get disciplined for that? No, nobody could find the kid. But I mean, later they knew who he was, right? Nah, I don't think so. I think he did the melting to the crowd bullshit. Oh, okay, okay. You know. So I, I said it yesterday. It's funny to me living around here that there's a smugness amongst the parents here that really gets on my fucking nerves. The oh, it's mm. better here. It's just better, and oh, our kids are great, and not here. Your Those kids. kind of things will never happen here. I'm like, your kids are pieces of shit. I see <laughs> they're pieces of shit because you're every day. I see it. <laughs> I see your pieces of shit. I, I don't like any of y'all. There's no real diversity on any level in here. Oh, there is amongst amongst the uh, kind of see it amongst the kids because uh, there's a lot of brown people here, but not a lot of black people. There's a lot right. of brown there's people, a difference. but the brown people live here because they wait on all the other people. They got to fill all these jobs. You know, so they have to live amongst you in this expensive ass, in this expensive ass place. But uh, and there is diversity, obviously. Like I said, my daughter's principal's black. The assistant principal's black. The chief guidance counselor's black. You know, the the head head athletic guy is is Latin. You know, uh, and shit like that. But still, I mean, I see, I hear you, piece of shit talking. I mean, I know, I know some of y'all voted for Yunkin. Yeah, too. You're white women. You vote for the motherfucker. I hear see y'all. I, I hear y'all talking that shit. Ah, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know. Oh, you're shaking her head, my you people. Think, you think I'm not, <laughs> I'm not listening to y'all when we're out? I know what it is. And if you didn't, you know somebody who did. <laughs> you know. I think John, y'all gonna do good for it. I don't think. I don't think they should be reading that that Toni Morrison in school. I know you pieces of shit. You know. And your kids are right there with you. 
is the uh, how many middle schools are filtering into the high school that she's going into next year? I don't know because they do that. They do that select high school thing here too. Okay. It's not like all this. It's like there's going to be more kids from other schools, though, or is it going to be just the same group going to this new school? No, it's more because there's more more than this high, more than this middle school going to that one. Right, uh, right. Okay. A couple of middle schools converging, radius, yeah, converging into this high school. You know, but the high school is close by us. You know, but we were over in another high school today for the soccer thing, and I told one of the other fathers, I was like, "Was your high school this big when you were a kid?" He was like, "Shit, no, <laughs> shit, no. It's just." It's that government white dollars is what it is. Contractor oh, yeah. white dollars. And they're consistently you know. expanding them. Yeah. Yeah. Big ass schools with yeah. you know, you know high school is big when they got when they got the big they got the big electronic scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Or just a scoreboard. Or just any and electronic com- scoreboard. And the composite field. <laughs> All the bulbs work. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> not on out. Composite field and the, and the, yeah, that kind of shit. The field that that's that has the lines, it's pre-lined. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> those, those type of fields. All the uniforms match. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My daughter's high school that she's she we're planning on in, in Wakefield has an Olympic sized pool inside of it. Oh, that's nice. Yes, yeah. they have like a swim team on the, at the high school. Yes, that's where she went to learn how to swim, swimming and diving. <laughs> oh, they got high dive too. Yeah, Olympic size. Ooh. Well, they got to dream big, you know. Yeah, we can have dream some little preschool size. Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> so they're like, uh, yeah, it can't happen here because we have all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, it can because your kids are your kids ain't shit. But they still do. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming they still do active shooter drills and have all the. Oh, I'm locks. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do stuff like that. Like they have all the mechanisms in place to lock yeah, everybody's, this door. Everybody's lock that door. been doing that. Everybody's been doing that. But you do it perfunctory. You don't do it because the shit can actually happen. You do it because you just kind of have to do it. Does that right. make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, it's perfunctory. It's not like, yeah, this shit can happen for real. Yeah, it's be functory, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to do it, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm assuming most schools that have those drills are they're kind of like, okay, you, you know, like they're kind of half-assing. Right. Most people have that it couldn't happen here mentality. Right. I mean, look, it's obviously there's been a couple of mass shootings lately, but I mean, just in general, the last few weeks, maybe it's just because it's getting reported more, but there was like a, someone got shot at a Denny's, someone got shot at an IHOP. This is random stories. Now a funeral, five people got shot at a funeral the other day. Right. Right. Uh, it's just happening. All save, over the, place. the save money on the expenses. They just rolled into the grave. <laughs> it's just, you know, what? <laughs> I mean, since we already having a service, right. You know, what? we're just going to, we're going to do a, you know, a small extra fee and just roll you in. That's, um, so it's that's just happening everywhere. Yeah, and I'm assuming threats are happening happening everywhere too, where it's like, well, it's always but, some piece of shit kid calling in threats. That's what was happening at these at these HBCUs. They, they keep getting bumped us, bumped us, bumped us. They trace it back to some piece of shit white kids. Right. Once again, you know, and again. If you confront those parents, they all say the same thing. I don't even understand how. No, not not Michael. Oh, there's no possible way. Oh, yeah, oh. there's no possible way. Yeah, well, I mean, time. maybe people need their guns because there's a lot of raccoons trying to attack chickens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about it. I mean, you know, AR-15. I, I was talking to my dad about that, about the guy who said uh, the congressman is oh, it's, it's it's used to kill 
kill raccoons. <laughs> Keep raccoons out of chicken. First of all, I didn't know, I didn't know raccoons got down with chickens like that. No, they were- oh, they kill chickens. Oh, you don't man. even know. They were eating chickens like that. Okay. You wondered about that stereotype. That's how it happened. Yeah. That slur. <laughs> Raccoons like, love chickens, and guess what like, black people love? You don't use an AR-15 <laughs> for that. Chickens, too? Like, you don't use an AR-15 for that. Well, I think we all know that <laughs> AR-15s haven't been around forever. We all remember before AR-15s when raccoons just roamed the earth mm-hmm. in giant Taking packs. people out. Packs. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't have any way to get rid of them. We had no, there was just vermin <laughs> don't everywhere. Don't forget, raccoons are smart. Right. So well, then Mel Gibson was right. It was a pack of raccoons. Use a uh, use a, a a twenty a long long barrel twenty two, or I mean, use a use a scatter gun with filled with buckshot. Put yeah, put some of that in there. Don't go away. That wouldn't stop. Those raccoons were everywhere. You guys act like you don't remember. You don't remember the days of of just raccoons. The, the hordes of the raccoons. Wow, wow, wrist the raccoon raccoons. Raccoon marauders just up and down the yeah. countryside. Raccoon gangs killing just chickens. Get up by the raccoons. The you don't remember the great chicken shortage of the seventies before AR fifteen. <laughs> before we had AR fifteens to gun caused down by, raccoons. By raccoons. Raccoon gangsters. It was too much. How did people get rid of raccoons back then? It's a mystery. So. This fucking guy, man. This is a congressman. He's a sitting member of Congress. What's his name? Uh, his last name is Buck, of course. Um, Buck. Ken Buck. Buckshot. <laughs> Call him Buckshot. <laughs> Buckshot. <laughs> he was, there was some hearing on guns, and he says, uh, AR-15 is the gun of choice for killing raccoons and foxes on Colorado farms and ranches. Oh, word. That's the gun of choice. Super dad Luke here. Is- so again, back we all remember uh, when Colorado was just a wasteland of raccoons and right. chicken carcasses. And if it when and if it went for the glory of the AR-15. Yeah, mm-hmm. which you know hasn't been around forever. It's a fairly new, new thing. Five of the ten deadliest shootings in American history involved an AR-style rifle. At a congressional hearing today, Colorado Republican Congressman Ken Buck. Oh, it's Casual Friday at the news. Uh, Apparently (laughs) today he is. We caught him on a casual, casual Tuesday. Top button, unbutton. He's got a little stubble. He's like, fuck it. I don't care. He's a cool cool news guy. Dr. Abel said Kyle never wears a tie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she knows Kyle. He's the cool guy. You know what? It's probably in Kyle's deal memo. Yeah. (laughs) He can't wear a tie. Welcome to Channel Seven Cool News. <laughs> it's, it's Kyle, the dude that does the Dougie. You, you sometimes they catch him off camera doing the Dougie for no reason at all. It's Kyle, one of them. <laughs> I wish you, the weather was as cool as me, guys. You see, he's reading the news. You see the you see the smoke from his cigar rising up into the frame. Like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm just hanging out smoking some cigars. You guys want to hear about the top stories of the day? All right, hold on. Let he me. Comes uh, from, he comes from. Gonna be pretty country. chill out there today, just like me hanging out in the newsroom. Yeah, you know, it's it'd be it'd be better if he just had the tie still around his neck but untied. It's just... That quarter, that that uh that uh, uh Frank Sinatra quarter to three look is a quarter to three. <laughs> right. <laughs> Drinks are flowing. Like a little stain, like a little like purplish red stain from the drink he was drinking on his shirt. At a congressional hearing today, Colorado's Republican Congressman Ken Buck tried to shift the discussion away from AR-style rifles, saying that restricting access to those weapons would cost lives in Colorado. Chicken lives. Chicken's lives. <laughs> oh, he in did say chicken's Colorado, lives. Uh, an AR-15 is a gun of choice for killing raccoons before they get to our chickens. Uh, it is a, a, a gun of choice for killing a, a fox. It is a it is a gun. That- People don't know how, how strong uh, the chicken lobby is. Big chicken. <laughs> 
Big chicken with the NRA. Big His chicken rose deep. <laughs> right. Big chicken. That you control predators on your ranch, on your farm, on your property. House Democrats plan to bring forward legislation to ban so-called assault weapons. That has zero chance of passing in the United States Senate, where Democrats need Republican votes to overcome it. Oh, this guy's just saying it out loud. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Come on, cool don't, don't even be like, I'm not going to bullshit you. It ain't going to pass. <laughs> this is what you get at Cool News. <laughs> right. So you know what, bartender? Uh, line me up another drink real quick. So this is a bartender. Quarter to three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, that. What is it? Tom Buck. He's 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 leaning on I'm the Kyle. Kyle. Buck. Kyle Kyle Buck. Oh, this guy's uh, Ken Buck. Ken Buck. It's Ken Buck. Because uh, then there was the guy from Louisiana who said that uh, vermin is is eliminated with AR-15s. They're all. They must have all gotten the same memos. Like just whatever, whatever animals around your neighborhood. Just say that we need AR-15s to eliminate them. For killing raccoons before they get to our chickens, uh, it is a, a a gun of choice for killing a, a fox. It is a it is a gun that you control predators on your ranch, on your farm, on your property. That's how you uh, kill a, a raccoon is a good guy Bullshit. with a gun. Only thing would have been better. He'd have been like, at the end of this, he'd be like, it has no chance of, of, of passing. Get your asses out there and vote, people. <laughs> right. I did watch. Uh, I did play the, the documentary video game Sly Cooper. And ah! on PlayStation. Uh, honestly, you needed a gun to stop that motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> he was he was out here. Sly Cooper. That's a deep cut. That's an old PlayStation game. <laughs> Ain't it, though? Sly. I don't think I ever played. I've I, I, I vaguely remember Sly Cooper. He I was did. a raccoon. You were a raccoon that stole mm-hmm. people's shit. Yes, yes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they needed guns. I was, I was, I was a devious motherfucker, dog. <laughs> Getting all that shit. Well, you know, we got here in Colorado. We got a we got a big problem with Sly Cooper. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we got to get the Sly Cooper before it comes and takes over our chickens. <laughs> Sly Cooper and the Thievus raccoons. Told you. Yes, Thievus motherfucker, bro. I watched that video with the mother that ran in and saved her kids. Now, why would you do that um, to yourself? <laughs> it was passing around. Really passing around. I want to hear what she had to say. Yeah, yeah, because Cooper, the the cops told her to uh, keep her mouth shut, basically. Yeah, yeah, they're like, we're going yeah. to arrest you. She's got a. She's either on probation. Or she's she's on a- probation from twenty years ago, and the judge heard her story. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to drop your probation." So it backfired. Um. This woman, this is the woman that was handcuffed. And then she asked one of the cops let her out of the handcuffs. And then she made a run. She made a break for it, ran into the school. She had two kids in the school. This is her talking to sounds the like a lot of the girls. This sounds like a lot of the girls I grew up with, by the way. She's talking to a, a, a less cool news reporter, but it's still the news. Oh, uh, he bet you're going to have a tie on. Oh, I'm going to have a tie on. Be all formal and shit. The uncool news. Welcome back to news. <laughs> Um, we're here with a. Well, we're interviewing someone right now. What's Welcome your back. name, ma'am? By the book news. Now, <laughs> can you please sign this release so we can put you on TV? It's not a deal memo. This is legally binding. <laughs> we follow all the rules properly on uncool news. Uncool news. <laughs> we don't smoke here. It's bad for your lungs. <laughs> uncool news. We all go to bed at nine thirty. <laughs> Uncool. Arrest you because you're being very uncooperative. 
I said, well, you're going to have to arrest me because I'm going in there and I'm telling you right now, I don't see none of y'all in there. Y'all are standing with snipers and y'all are far away. I'm, if y'all don't go in there, I'm going in there. He right, immediately put me in cuffs. She says after Uvalde police. So they put her in cuffs for that reason, for her right. calling them out. Like, what the fuck y'all doing standing around here? Yeah, That's why they put her in cuffs. That's why they put her in cuffs. She's disturbing. She's disturbing the peace, not the gunman in the school. <laughs> So far, I'm on, so far, I'm on the cop side on this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the story might take a turn. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Told marshals to uncuff Gomez. She ran towards the school. If y'all don't go in there, I'm going in there. He right, immediately put me in cuffs. She says after Uvalde police officers told marshals to uncuff Gomez, she ran towards the school. As soon as they uncuffed me, I jumped that first gate fence. And once I jumped it, I was. Hold on. So the Evaldi. Okay. So the Evaldi cops or Uvaldi cops, whatever, are the ones who got her out of the cuffs. The cops who are now not talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, there's a Tesla police car back here. I didn't know they Ain't had that. Those. Weird. Ain't that weird? <laughs> in Uvalde, Texas, they got a Tesla police car. Got Tesla unmarked with the. Now they got the lights here. Is, is Elon Musk driving it? Is he like showing up at these places she says after uvalde police officers told marshals to uncuff gomez she ran towards the school as soon as they uncuffed me i jumped that first gate fence and once i jumped it i went to my son's class and i knocked on the door and i remember the teacher saying um i'm like hey they're already they're already um bulge cutting the fence to get me she's like you think we have time to get out i said y'all have time i'm gonna run for my other son once she was assured her son was okay, Gomez ran to get her other child, encountering more officers who tried to stop her. So I start yelling and I'm being a cooperative and I'm like, well, y'all aren't doing shit. What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't doing shit. Y'all need to be in here. Give me a vest. Somebody give me a vest. I'm something. I started paying attention to how far the shots were being so that I knew the shooter was all the way still by my she first can hear son's the shots. class. So mm-hmm. when I went to my, son, my second son's door, the teacher didn't want to open the door for me. So that's when they started um, escorting me out. And as I, as I see that they're opening my son's door, I go run for my son and I get him. With both of her kids out safe, Gomez still can't shake the thought of those who didn't make it. While you were inside the school, did you see officers there was inside not one the school? officer inside the school when I In ran to areas. my second son. Mm-hmm. That's why they wanted to show And you up. were hearing gunshots. So <laughs> this you right here is why they wanted to show It was still active. The gunshots were still active. They were not in there. There was hey, no one in there. If anything, when I pulled up, my car was closer to the school than the, where than where the snipers and everybody that was laying on the ground. You don't have to say that. When you heard that it took law enforcement 75 minutes before they went in and stopped the shooter, what was your thinking, having been inside the school yourself? I don't know. I was just thinking that they could have saved many more lives. They could have gone into that classroom and maybe two or three would have been gone but they could have saved a home a home or the whole class they could have done something gone through the window sniped them through the window i mean something but nothing was being done if anything they were being more aggressive on us parents that were willing to go in there and like i told one of the officers i don't need you to protect me get away from me i don't need your protection if anything i need you to go in there with me to go protect my kids and if anything they were being more aggressive on us they're more pertain on keeping us back than getting into that school. Well, <laughs> so it is interesting that the cops were running into the school to get her. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, she what she hadn't went in. They might not have even went into the building. Yeah, that's what prompted the cops to chase to go into this. Well, all they got to do is say we have to make sure that nobody else got killed. And that's all I got to say. Well, right. 
uh, part of the problem is that the officer was Corey Holcomb. <laughs> oh, no. You're not going in there, bitch. <laughs> he just started. No, no, we bits. can't let that bitch in there. Look at her. <laughs> he took a- <laughs> I'm gonna let that bitch run past y'all. <laughs> and also, I mean, someone made the point that it is if cops see an, an adult running toward the school, they might think it's, it's someone who's working with a gunman. I get that, but uh, that's why they, the, that wasn't what happened in this case. Not in that small ass town. Everybody well, but, knows. No, but the, but I but there's a reason why you don't let the adults all run into the school. But that's why the cops right. are supposed to do that. Right. You know, like the they don't know who's who running into the school. And oh and, no, you know, I'm with you on your logic. I'm just saying we know that ain't what happened here. That that's not that what happened here. Why. Yeah. <laughs> like, that ain't why. That's, that's a good point. Uh they, in the they, hypothetical. Gonna, they gonna hear you say that and then go, Yeah, yeah, what he said. <laughs> well no, that's what they're saying. Like that's <laughs> what he said. They have that as their out because they're yeah. like, Well, we can't let the we have to hold the parents back and cuff them and restrain them because we can't have adults running into the running toward a school that's under fire because we don't know who they are. Uh, which is, but that's, but then that's why you're supposed to be the one who does that. Officer Holcomb one. said he wasn't going in there. <laughs> right, Officer Holcomb. <laughs> but he's cool. Somebody get this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know y'all got to go up in there and get that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Wait till that that, but like, get the camera out of space. Get the camera out of space. I'm waiting till he out of bullets. <laughs> He's like he's chewing a toothpick for no reason. Here's a question. Here's a question. Chewing on chewing uh, tobacco. Jay Johnson said, uh, uh, former attorney general, Jay Johnson, said that he thinks that they, they should do open caskets and just have an Emmett Till moment. Again, I was talking to my dad. He was like, well, first of all, there's not going to be nothing left of the bodies. <laughs> That's my dad. There's not going to be nothing left. Uh because the way the bullets are designed, they, they make a small hole going in, they explode, and they explode out the back. So they're designed to just completely eliminate whatever they hit. Is that if they hit a little a little body, one of those bullets hitting a little body, there's not going to be anything left. Yeah, yeah so. he definitely, and also, yeah. like, with the brown kids is when yeah. you want to start this tradition. Right. Well, I look at it like this. I was thinking about... I think it was my daughter, and she was a victim of the what I want an open casket. Uh, part of me would say yes, because I'd be like, look what y'all done did to my baby. You did this. The same way that Mamie Till did, for the, for the exact same reason she did. You did this. Now, the question becomes is, would it make a difference? And uh, I think we all know the answer to that. No, not in the age of social media. Not in the age of social media. <laughs> it, wouldn't because di- it wouldn't make a difference. In, in these, the motherfuckers, ages... these motherfuckers don't care. Mm-mm. Well, also, but my other thing, though, is like, this isn't a parent saying this. This is a politician saying this. No, Jay Johnson, right. is, a, Jay Johnson is a parent. He's a parent of one of the kids that got killed? No, what he was right. saying, what right. he was right. saying. Hold on, hold on, Randolph. You misunderstanding yeah. me. This isn't a parent of one of those kids like Mamie Till was. Mamie yeah. Till saying that is different. This is a politician, and it just made me wonder why it's the brown kid school that he was like, now we should do, th- this will show him it's like, oh, when, it's them, it's, when it's these white kids, we don't be talking about open this, caskets and shit, we give them the dignity Sandy, of that burial. when it was Sandy Hook. Yeah. Uh, 
Or 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 fucking any of them because it's something. Anything, yeah, yeah, these uh, schools are white, and they don't have to yeah. be schools. I mean, there's you could lock down all the schools. There's still the Las Vegas shooting, the Pulse nightclub shooting, yeah, the right, Aurora right. movie theater they shooting. They never show the Buffalo. But the the thought of showing the but I think Jay Johnson, who is a brown man, you get that mm-hmm. out there. Jay Johnson's point now is that we're at this point now. We have to do this. It's like remember how they never used to show the caskets coming home from Iraq? Yeah. Until Obama got in office and was like, no, we're changing that. Yes, right. you can. We're not bringing this shit in under cover of darkness, you know, so you don't get to see the the end result. Now, this is this is what it costs. This is what it's costing us. You know, I just don't think it'll make a difference. Well, yeah, the thing is that the difference. I mean, most people, uh, a great majority of people, are for some kind of gun control. Right. So you don't need to make a difference with them. The only difference the you need to the make is the population is. That's what I'm saying. But the only right. difference that needs to be made is with politicians who have shown that they under no circumstances will vote for gun control yeah. uh, because Sandy Hook and every other shooting mm. and now second elementary school haven't swayed them. So there's nothing that's going to sway them. Seeing the pictures won't. You can show them the pictures privately, too. You don't have to show them publicly on social media or anywhere else. And again, can, Jay Johnson's of the uh, you got to sway the public's opinion. But the public opinion is already set. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not going to matter. Yeah, it's, it's not going to matter. <laughs> The public is for greater gun control measures, just like they're the public is pro-choice, you know, statistically. All these things are the public is already swayed. That's what they say. That's what they keep saying. But I oftentimes wonder, I'm like, I don't. Yes, but you vote for these people who don't support the policies because you want something. You want another policy greater than you want this policy. And you're willing to make that trade off. Agreed. Well, the pictures of women in Arlington. I mean, well, the, the, well the, we do have pictures, the pictures of dead fetuses uh, right. influence people to become pro-life. No, they tried it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it worked. We're, we're going to lose abortion rights. So maybe on some level it worked, but it's still appealing to a, a level of humanity. A lot of these motherfuckers just don't got. Yeah. Like they like their guns more than this. I don't right. like yeah. there's no nothing's which- coming to save us. We have to out game them. We have to outmaneuver them. But we're, we're there's not going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's just not going to be this magical moment where their heart grows three sizes. Right. And you need to start calling these politicians for what they were. First of all, Ooh. and I'm still seeing people still both sides in it. Oh, God. Still. Well, it's both, it's both parties. It's both no, sides. It's, it's both parties. I'm like, God. You know what? Both, both parties need to come together and heal. We're still doing this. Stephen A. Smith threw that one out there. Both these parties need to get Joe, Joe Biden needs to get these people into a room and have them talk it out. Really? Really, Stephen? Well, that's just too many doors. Yeah. I think we all. Is that what it is? I think we all agree on that, right? Narrow down these doors. Make them a barrel. How about the whole school is suspended 500 feet in the air with balloons, right? (laughs) And you only lower the school at the end of the day. Give me out. If you have a dentist appointment, you're fucked, kid. You can't during school hours. Mm -hmm. The school is in the air. You're going to miss the whole day. All day long. And then we lower the, we bring it down and you're dismissed. That's how you do it. No one can get there. Unless you have a rocket launcher, but I don't uh, want to ban those. Bulletproof backpack, <laughs> bulletproof. We got bulletproof everything for these kids now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still just giving out guns. Everything but bulletproof bodies, apparently. All right. Also, the all, the people, guns. all the people who are, you know, on the guns of the NRA side, consider themselves good guys with guns. Right. 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 So where are they in these situations? They say all we need is a good guy with a gun. Well, standing in the parking lot. Apparently, there are millions of you out there. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be a thing like, you know how when when they cut down a tree, they have to plant another one? 
Like maybe mm-hmm. we should, are we going to make gun owners give a good guy a gun when they sell a gun to a bad guy just to even it out? Like it, like what's the, <laughs> when do we get to the number of good guys? Because all these people who are sticking up for these rights, the gun owners rights consider themselves good guys with guns, but they're never there. Even the cops in this situation, they're never there or the security guards to get overpowered. Uh, the Pulse nightclub had an armed guard, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't stop it. So where are they? They they all consider themselves good guys with guns, but they've never actually been. And if you, I I don't think they thought it through because if you arm the teachers, then the teachers will have guns, and then I mean the teacher union will have guns. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then they turn around and shoot the children. Well, I don't even. I mean, whether they shoot the children or not, I just know Republicans are always taking it to the to the, the next level. Yeah. Yeah, they can't have unions. The armed teachers union. Well, they're gonna right. You know, their answer is always we're gonna have more. Security officers in the prison. I just saw uh, uh, Lindsey Graham talking about to get retired military. Retired military, like, well, I'm, I'm retired. That's got the energy about your kids. <laughs> That's to say a lot that we uh, our answer to so many things is getting people out of retirement. Right. <laughs> like the same thing happened with the pandemic. It was like, we just got to get some retired nurses to come back and die for this bullshit. You want better. Our answer Maybe. to anything having to do with guns is always going to be more guns. Yep. It's always. Hey, even when I see pro black people that talk about having guns, it's always because white people already have guns. Right. Right. Like it's never an argument for the gun. Actually, it's an argument against white people. Right. right. And that's the thing that the arguments never hold up. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. You can like you can shoot down, so to speak, their arguments all you want and they don't care. It's it doesn't matter to them. It's not an actual good faith conversation or debate about guns anymore. It's just I like it. So, you know, people if if the consequence is people sometimes die, then so be it. I enjoy it. So Jane was saying Wakanda, everybody had guns. (laughs) Yeah. Jane in the chat. I think Jane in the chat room was saying that the armed security guard on the first floor of the medical building down in Tulsa, he had a, he had a gun, but the gunman was just like, I'll go around him. The gunman went on the second floor. Yeah. He went in from the second floor garage entrance, right? I'll, go, I'll just go around him. Not yeah. a big deal. And he just bought that gun. That gun still had the receipt on it. There's a tag on it, probably. He just bought it like right. two or three hours before the shooting. With his crazy eyes. Extremely crazy eyes. Yeah. It still had that new gun smell, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he had bought a handgun like three days before that. And then he went to the doctor and the doctor, I guess, didn't snap his fingers and alleviate the pain. And he bought that AR-15 that morning or that afternoon and went back to the doctor's office. So, and they're like, what laws would stop that? Well, how about the law that you can just buy a gun immediately? Just buy a gun and just right. go take care of, you know. Like that, I'm that buying a pack have, of M&Ms. That might do something about it. <laughs> Yeah, like an impulse buy. No, Andy, we need to harden harden our hospitals. You sure? <laughs> and to harden sure? our hospital parking garages. Yep. Got to harden everything. And what we need to do, harden those doors. He, he Why don't we gun. have this gun vending machine? Just go in there and press <laughs> B5, and one will fall out. Like John Wick's. Just panels in every wall where you can flip it around, and there's a bunch of guns to choose from. Yes. Exactly what they want. <laughs> That's where the fuck we live. The motherfuckers don't care. That's, that's where we live. And you, you, apparently there's nothing we can do about it. Right. You can talk to your blue in the face. Nothing we can do about it. But 
but very few raccoons. Well, that's true. Very few raccoons. I mean, <laughs> we got them under control. One thing at a time, Andy. Used One be, thing. It used to be our models of those things just roaming free. Yeah. And then we started shooting them and we started posting pictures of dead raccoons all over the place. And they were like, we get it. We get it. We're going to stop killing your chickens. <laughs> now we have delicious chickens in every supermarket. You might get shot going to the supermarket to buy those chickens. <laughs> right. But the raccoons didn't kill the chickens before you could buy the chickens. Right. Thinking of a way to steer this to uh, y'all's man, Killer Mike, but I can't think of a. Of a well, we touched on Killer Mike last week because the Herschel Walker thing yeah, had no, just come and out, and we didn't know how deep it, how deep it went though. <laughs> so he did like an hour. Well, here's the thing with Killer Mike: he responds to people on Twitter. He'll go back and forth with people. I don't know why. So the Herschel Walker thing came out, and then he started like going back and forth, quote, tweeting, dunking on people. I'm in Europe making money, opening for Rage Against the Machine, bitch. <laughs> you know, like he's, yeah, someone asked, do you still, do you even still rap? <laughs> Can you rap? And then he posted a picture. Can you rap? He posted a picture of him at a Run the Jewels concert on stage, and then the people was like, the whole crowd is white. <laughs> I was like, damn, they got him. He shouldn't even responded to that shit. <laughs> Yeah, so he had Herschel Walker on. There's a couple of little clips came out, and it's really just Killer Mike self-congratulating himself, talking, doing all the talking, and Herschel's just like like a bobblehead, just nodding, uh-huh. Um, softball interview, basically. Yeah. And then people started talking shit about him. And man, he tweets. I'm going through his feed. He tweets a lot. Yeah. He's constantly tweeting. He must search for his name, too, because some of those tweets didn't have him tagged. Of course. That's what good people do. Yeah, he, he was tweeting at my friend Bossy because Bossy said... Was he? Yeah, Bossy didn't like his jeans. <laughs> Look at oh, those his, jeans, his, though. His jean jeans? Yeah, he had some jeans that were, like, distressed, but it, it was just funny. I will never understand distressed jeans. You wasted your money. Don't stress jeans out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't get I, it's it's uh it's no you're paying extra for that way tan up a perfectly good pair of jeans i'm old sorry old black woman yelling <laughs> at, the, at the clouds it <laughs> makes no fucking sense to me yeah killer mike yeah he loves to dunk on people on i mean he's all over the place so many of his tweets are quote tweets he's just he's not a smart man yep <sighs> he sure enough he sure enough thinks he is but he's not you know, mm-hmm. I don't care if it's what you think. I know what you are and you're not. Well, I think he, for him, too, you know, I think Roger pointed this out, that he, he would not be as soft if, uh, let's say, Kamala Harris went on his show. Yeah. Oh, no. Or Stacey. That's Gabriel. what bothered me about it is the incongruency of it all. And the, the tweet kind of went viral, but there were people replying to me i just didn't even i just didn't even want to reply to him because like i don't even know if they're bots because that's how stupid you have to be to not understand my point which is right there's holding people accountable and there's this shit where you soft pedal shit to republicans but hold the democrats accountable right like, there's no acceptable answers that herschel walker should have been able to give killer mike period right right and if that was stacy abrams from georgia doing the same ass interview he would have started asking, why should we even vote for you? Right. Uh, what have you really even done to help us? How are you going to specifically help black businesses? Blah, blah, blah. But whenever they got a Republican on, they just start airing grievances about the Democrats with them and then being like, mm, so that good interview, right? No. 
Yeah, he's. I haven't watched the other. I mean, I don't. I, his show has. He has. You know, musicians on. I don't know how many politicians he has on. Yeah. But that's the other thing too. It's it's like it's kind of like a Joe Rogan thing. It's like Joe Rogan doesn't have any old politician on. He has Tulsi Gabbard on. It's like it's the right. choices you make, even in right. your bookings, right. that yep. reveal something about you. He had Bernie yes, on, on Joe Rogan, but uh, Killer Mike said there's a standing invitation for Warnock and I think Stacey Abrams to come on, mm-hmm. and maybe they'll take him up on it. But yeah, it'll it wouldn't be that kind of interview. It wouldn't right. just be no, like a not. hangout session. Talking about how good you are at motherfucking football and shit. Oh, you was good at Georgia. Like, right. he's running for the goddamn governor or some shit, dog. Right. What are Don't you doing? care about that football? Are they, are they going to play football for the position? This nigga, running for, this nigga running for sending you. T- hey, man, remember when you had 100, game, 100 yards against <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland State? Yeah. Remember that? Every time you touched the ball, you was ripping off 10. You know, that kind yeah. of bullshit. Yeah, since first and 10 going to make a difference when them casting their votes? No. Oh, the fuck are we talking about? Georgia gonna fuck around and send them to the. The only gun I want to talk about is the shotgun formation. Now, did you like running out of the shotgun or? I take the shit seriously, man. Well, that's the thing is that he's Killer Mike is not a serious person. Oh, right. He's just not so he can't. This is this is serious. He's not serious. He's not a serious person. But all the all the shit that these so called uh, black intellectuals and they're not get involved in it is it's all fuckery it's all fuckery right. you know diddy's little thing where he had all of them on there's i don't even know what he called it i keep wanting to say call a contract of america but that ain't it mm-hmm. uh, some i think it was called some something like summit that. thing he had i think it was uh it's actually deal memo with america so it yeah, wasn't very it was not legitimate like yeah, it was very it illegitimate. was actually written by sydney that's the crazy <laughs> part oh no dumb like that you know, and then he brings in. And you look at the people he brings in. Uh, that girl Pearson, Katrina Pearson. Yeah. You know, if you bring in people like that, I'm like, what are you? You're not serious minded. You're, you're not a serious minded person. Candace Owens, everyone. Yeah, I'm like you're not a serious minded person. And then you bring Killer Killer Mike. You know, you talking about the guy who just went to the governor and told, called the governor of Georgia a, a, a Southern gentleman. <laughs> as he's trying to oppress the people from your community from voting you talking about those dudes oh yeah well i'm touring in europe so oh okay <laughs> so there <laughs> emil in chat room call him homicidal mike michael <laughs> homicidal michael <laughs> he's his his hashtag is i guess the show is called love and respect that's what see, the show is called see right there why why do i have to respect herschel walker Cause I damn sure don't love him. So why do I got to respect Herschel Walker? What is there about Herschel Walker that is there for me to respect? I don't. But you gotta. He's gotta be uh, respectful in every interview. Um, mm-hmm. He also. I'm looking at the the guest list because you know the, the actual the Herschel Walker interview dates back a couple months. It just came out, but it was in February. He also had Eric Erickson on his show, who's like a right wing. Of course. Um, you know, talking really cool head guy. guy. Oh, that's not what you were gonna say. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, <it> wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, Eric Erickson. I forget. He wrote for one of those like red state kind of blog sites or whatever. Uh, he said I think some, that was the name of it. That might have been it. He has said some very questionable shit. Um, he also just has like you know he had Jack White on. He has musicians on. He has Tommy Davidson was on uh, recently. Uh, so he has a little bit of everything. So all of them get the same love and respect. Fab Five Freddy was on in February. 
It'd be funny if that was a tougher interview. <laughs> Tell us about uh, about you your know, thoughts on gun control. Did you Fred? fail, D Barnes? You know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. It, Bernice King was on in January. So See, I, somebody like Bernice, you can't say anything to her anyway. She's not running for office. She's not running for office. That's the main difference. Is Herschel Walker is running for office. That's why he's on the show. He's not on the show because he went to Georgia. Right. He's not on the show because he's a fan of Run the Jewels. <laughs> no, right. no probably never even heard of Run the Jewels. Run the football. It's all I'm run, concerned about. I, I run the Jewels. The Jews run the world. That's the problem. <laughs> That's what the real issue is. Let's talk uh, about that, Killer Mike. I respect and love your answer, Killer Mike or Herschel. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, Herschel, you bring up a good point. That now, when you had. 75 yards receiving against Oklahoma in 1987. <laughs> what were you going into that game thinking? <laughs> Do you remember any of your games, Hirsch? Let's start there. Can you recall any of your games? Um, yeah, Eric Erickson is a conservative radio host. I think he's anti-critical race theory. You know, mm. everyone knows. Stuff. Yeah, the hits. Yeah, he all plays the all the hits. He's had a thing on. He was a, on Fox News Channel. He was also on CNN for a while. Um, yeah, Red State was his blog. Yeah, Red State. So. I thought it was called uh, Red State. Big. He's one of these blockhead. And by blockhead, I mean physically looking at like, look at that blockhead he's got. Blockheaded, talking head, white guys. Yeah. Right wing, blowhard, right guy. He. That's him. Yeah. I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. He's got, uh, well, he's a little blocky, just yeah. a little bit, a touch of block. <laughs> Slight blocky. Slight block. He's, he's got a little bit of a block. Slight block. <laughs> <laughs> is this it is a public access channel? DL says it's a public access channel. It must be. I've this never. Is, uh, Eric with, Erickson. With, uh, I know that the, 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 uh, Got a long face. The desk on Killer Mike's show looks like a looks like a spool. That's all I know. Yeah, it's rustic. Like that's what that's the that's the construction spool. <laughs> it's like a rustic, cool yeah. vibe. Yeah. He's got the the news anchor with the no tie on, is hanging out just in the back, just yeah. feet up smoking. Randolph, that shit looked like when my mama used to work at the carpet place where you get the the yarn from the carpet. Right, right, right. It's perfectly repurposed. Good, perfectly good table, man. Take that thing home, paint it black. Put some LEDs inside. Yeah. LEDs inside. Shut that shit out. Got you got you a table. I love this piece. I love what you did to repurpose this piece. Put glass on top of it. You good yep. to go. Do a lot of <laughs> shit with that. That'd be funny if him and Herschel Walker just talked about the table the whole time. <laughs> well, I found this out the construction site over on I-92. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what that is. I know what that is. It was actually yeah. giving them away. So I just thought I'd pick one up. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He don't I don't think that. Mike votes. He's got one thing that I only one thing that I can think of that I liked about him when he talked about advocating for public schools. Other than that, but even that's I'm not that's not enough for me to be like you know Killer Mike's got some good ideas. Oh, he's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> uh, you guys want to do a couple comments before we get out of here? We're yeah, only doing one episode today. Comments. All right, cool. And we keep skipping cool. comments, so um, let's go to. Just the ones we got in the last week. Melissa commented. Uh, I keep hearing all this talk about Herschel Walker over the last couple of years. 
And I've been meaning to post here or write to TBGWT. I haven't heard this mentioned yet, but isn't Herschel Walker the same football player who can't recall entire sections of his life? I saw this mm-hmm. on a documentary on ESPN maybe about his life a few years ago. So it amazed me when people were talking about him and his son politically and seriously, no less. Every time he's brought up, I keep thinking the same. And who doesn't remember winning certain awards and trophies? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot well, of. Well, he also lied too. He lies. Like, he a just lot starts saying people. like, "I'm I'll finish valedictorian in my yeah. like." He <laughs> right. just starts saying like, shit. Uh, we googled this. No, you did not. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, no, it's didn't. even worse than you say. Yeah, you know, I graduated from Georgia. There's a know. lot of talk of him having CRT. Um, we'll never know because the only way he knows that motherfucker's dead. They right. right. Unless they you're did. showing. I mean, uh, we know. Yeah, we'll know, but <laughs> right. you know, but you can't prove it. But we know. Yeah, <laughs> right. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. I, we don't talk enough about the fact that he put a gun to his, pulled a gun on his ex-wife. We don't talk about that. Oh no. Yeah, that was. I mean, he's yeah, he's got a past, and he's copped to some of it. He is. He said he's like uh, schizophrenic or something. Or yes, he did say yeah. he was schizophrenic. Something like that. Maybe I'm. Yes, one of the one of those. And so anyway, he's. That has come up, but he just kind of like he did with the gun questions, he just walks away, he just goes, Yeah, yeah. I gotta see and hear all the stuff. See you later. Right. Um, yeah, we got a comment. Paid. There's some money behind that. Coming from Ann Shell, who uh by the way, uh, got a two free tickets to see the roots a couple weeks ago. Yay. Um, hopefully that show went well. I didn't hear much about do it. Do you Quest want more? I guess you do. <laughs> I guess you do. Uh Questlove didn't post much about that show. I guess I guess it went well though. Um Comment yeah, is Luke ran going on right now. Do what? They got the picnic, I believe, going on right now. Roots, Roots picnic, picnic, yeah. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh the comment Luke ran for mayor of Miami. This is Luke uh Luke of Campbell. Yes, he did. Ran for mayor of Miami back in 2011, 2012. Right. He got trounced. Uh, which is not surprising considering the platform he ran on. And uh there's a YouTube link here. Okay. Okay. This, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. I'll screen share this. This is Luke doing an interview back then, circa 2011 or 12, during the mayoral run. So we know he had his shit together, right? He was no. So this is this is Luther Campbell talking to the news. Cool guy on the news. Uh, oh no tie. About becoming mayor. I'm gonna be your mayor, and I want to be your mayor. I want to straighten the town out. He was notorious for nasty lyrics. Now, rapper Luther Campbell says he's running for mayor of Miami-Dade to clean up local government. As diplomatic as he wants to be, Luther Campbell (laughs) turning over a new leaf. Government. Campbell announced his run for mayor today, and while the rapper may be an unlikely politician, he says he has fresh ideas to solve the county's problems. CBS 4's Gio Benitez joins us now from our newsroom. And Gio, he's serious about this. As serious as he wants to be, Elliot. You oh. know, Campbell says oh, that... Oh, wow. wow. Gio's Gio. Gio. a little young. He, he, he knew. He knew what's going on in those albums. And that is why he's ready to launch his campaign. For more than 20 years, Luther Campbell rocked the airwaves, many of them as the lead singer of Two Life Crew. 
But if Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Alvarez is removed from office in a recall election, Campbell says he's in. Whether that means running in a special election or waiting until 2012. And just recently you said that you would make every day at that county hall a reality show. What, yep. what did you mean by that? I mean, what I mean by that, I mean, everybody loves transparency. Campbell wants all private meetings with lobbyists and commissioners. Especially clear heels. But anyway, <laughs> that's the kind of transparency. transparent mesh tops. And that's why I'm bringing back wet T-shirt content. Everything needs to be see through, including them draws. <laughs> recorded on camera. Do you want your politician to continue doing what he's doing behind closed doors, with this, which is nothing? Right now, Campbell's platform looks a little like this. He wants to lower taxes, okay. increase affordable housing, right. handle Jackson Memorial Hospital's financial uh -huh. problems, and uh -huh. find more money for the county's parks. Okay, to raise right that there, money... Um, how are you going to do all that <laughs> and lower taxes? We got to have ourselves a concert fundraiser starring oh, okay. two live crew <laughs> every week. We'll play the clean version of all our songs. He said every the only week. taxing, the only taxing he'll be doing is that ass. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna every tax, week we're gonna have a concert every week. We're gonna, we're tax, gonna tax those asses. <laughs> you know how much money we'll raise if we all just tax asses. He says you have to get creative. Simple, you know. Do a stripper tax. Okay. I, mean, I, told oh, you. I was bullshitting. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. This. I was bullshitting. I called it. This, it turns out, oh, it's it's not a joke. This is his actual platform. Platform Get and creative. platform heels. Platform heels. Ah. <laughs> Simple. You know, do a stripper tax. Yeah. So you open up strip clubs everywhere, you know, which I don't have a problem with. You know, tax the strippers. In the 80s and 90s, Campbell was known as the bad boy rapper. I'm pretty sure the strippers pay taxes. They, that's well, not tax. They get a lot of money. They get a lot of money in cash. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, like they're not declaring. Not declaring all that money. We don't know how strong the stripper lobby is <laughs> to fight back against these taxes, but right. imagine they'll just hide their income like they've been doing all this time. Mm-hmm. In one case, then Broward Sheriff Nick Navarro arrested him for a Two Live Crew album deemed obscene in court. The obscenity ruling was later overturned. Campbell was even accused of paying University of Miami football players for big plays. What makes you a changed man today? You know, my wife is a lawyer, so that's that's enough. That makes you a changed person in itself right there. You're living with a lawyer. I'm not no career politician. And I ain't gonna act like no career politician, but at the same time, I am a person that has vision. And nothing okay. is written in stone just yet. First, we have to see if Mayor Alvarez will keep his job. Vision Live of that pussy! He would make the race. He wants to make the fuck shop the official state song. <laughs> I would vote for Luke as mayor over Corey Holcomb, though. <laughs> Oh, now, now. I don't know. Take these bitches. <laughs> I just want to see that debate. I just want to see who can. Let's take yeah, these be a tough bitches. <laughs> That'd be a tough one. He ain't filled up a concert hall in just 20 years. Y'all <laughs> listening to this man. Of course we believe in diversity. We got a binder full of bitches. Right? <laughs> we got binders full of bitches. Yeah, see, but I bitches vote for me. Damn, stupid. <laughs> 
This would not go over. I don't think y'all think this is not go over well. <laughs> you don't support me, bitches leave. <laughs> he would say that. Yes. And now, and now he's out here telling people not to vote. I don't need you, bitches. Well, excuse me. He's not telling people not to vote. He's just asking oh, questions. Man. Well, this, let me finish the comment from Anshel. So uh, now he's out implying that black people shouldn't vote. So in the span of 10 years, he went from soliciting votes to suppressing votes. I'll quote Mike B and say this feels like some, quote, Russian asset uh, nonsense to me. <laughs> On a separate note, do you all have any podcast mic recommendations? What do you use? Cheers. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so depends on what you want. Podcast depends on what you want. Depends on your budget. All types of shit. If you want a, yeah, if you want a straight to the computer USB mic with no mixer or interface in between, there's a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blue Yeti is a very popular yep. one. Yeah, the Blue Yeti is probably the easiest one to use. Plug uh, there's plug this, don't have to have a lot of technical know-how. Yeah, it's kind of like there's a little, some dials you got to dial in, but after you get it, you're fine. The Samson Q2U, which is actually looks like a handheld mic, but it has a USB and an XLR in the back. It's only like 60, 70 bucks, uh, and the sound is good. If you want something with a mixer and an interface, yeah. now you got to choose between dynamic mic, condenser mic. Um, do you want a microphone arm? There's a lot. We should probably... That's 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 more of a conversation for another time, I think. But um, we use me and Randolph use the same kind. Of, we just use a regular handheld mic. It's like a DR two hundred. Um, we got condenser mics. And you guys got condenser mics, which are uh, hooked into a mixer. Mm-hmm. And then me and Randolph are hooked into USB interfaces. The Scarlet uh, Solo is what Randolph has. It's kind of an industry standard. Focus right. Focus right, Scarlet. And then you can get a. Um, the Behringer X, I think it's X8500. It's like a $25 handheld mic like that style. And it sounds very good for its price. If you don't want to spend much, get that. And then if you want to go in the condenser world, there's a whole there's a whole world of mics out there. Mm-hmm. And go. you can buy a lot of particular conditions. You can buy them used, you know, because sometimes they're pretty yeah. expensive. Yeah, you can go you can go to even like Guitar Center sells used mics. People sell mm-hmm. them back. Uh, you can get like if you have a hundred bucks, you can get a quality hundred dollar mic, a dynamic mic, the Rode Pod mic, um, SM58 condenser mics, anything from MXL that sells for about a hundred bucks. Uh, there's a there's a po- I'm gonna just say go to YouTube and go to the YouTube channel called Podcastage Podcast AGE at the end. He does all the mic comparisons that you could ever want, and um, he set you side by side, tells you how they sound, and. Uh, you can probably get a lot of information that way, but yeah, me and Randall just use regular $30 handheld mics going to USB interface, USB interface into the computer. That's what we have. Dynamic mics. And then Rod and Karen have condenser mics. Minus. Yeah. Minus. Which are a little no. more sensitive. Uh, you don't have to sit Minus. as close to them and all that stuff. I'm talking no, to you Brother Mark's dog. You got arms and all that good stuff too. Yeah. If you have a noisy room with like humming air conditioner and a lot of sounds going on and dogs barking and then condensers will pick up more of that. But right. if you got a relatively quiet spot then condensers. And with a condenser, like you need, it helps to have like a um, mixer so you can control mm-hmm. like the inputs. Cause yeah. yeah, there's different types of, of volume to it. There's like a volume to pick up shit right in front of it. Yeah. And there's like a volume to pick up shit in the room. And uh, obviously it really, it's really important to get those volumes right. Yeah, you or y'all would in. be hearing our air conditioner over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing with condensers are much more sensitive. Yeah. They probably have a little more of a crisp sound to them overall, but 
Uh, yeah, it's more have... like intimate. I find. Yeah. yeah. Like you don't have to like 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 uh, with a condenser, it's almost like you're talking to a person right in front of your face. Right. And right. uh, but 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 it's all listen listen. It's all about the expertise and sweat equity you put in because when we work with, I remember we uh recorded with Andy and Randolph six years ago, almost to the day, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook up. memory time. I'll show. Yeah. I'll, I'll post the uh, the screenshot real quick. Cause I just yeah. pulled it up. Yay. I saw that when I came. Yeah, I think it was the first time we met y'all too. In person. Yeah, in person. First time yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. And this is before they used to do those, uh, these shows like this through Zoom. So like mm-hmm. the only way to do their show was to come to their house. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. they came all the way to our, um, you know, came to our hotel oh, and we uh, hung okay. out and recorded with them. And I I remember seeing like Andy set up and being like, yo, you had this. This shit to me looks basic, quote unquote. You know, like <laughs> the mics were like, I was like, this shit sounds so good. Like, how did you get the quality this fucking good? Because I'm I've probably overspent buying all this expensive shit when I could have like finessed it, just figuring out the volumes and the levels and the inputs. Yeah, we had to. Our thing was to be portable. So right. because I was I would just take everything to Randolph's house or Tim's place or wherever and um, and just set it up and then take it down and take it home. So we, we didn't have like a fixed setup. And so a lot of that was because it needed to be like as simple as possible mm. to fit in a duffel bag. You know what I mean? Like you could fit mm-hmm. the whole thing in a duffel bag. And then <clears throat> when we when we went to like this more portable thing and not portable, more fixed thing with mm. the um, Zoom thing. Now I got a microphone arm and, you know, now we have a, a little more yeah. like I have a I have a plug in board like a like an interface. Yeah. But yeah, our first setup was um, I tried to screenshot or share that a second ago. But let me see. Our first setup was a blue ball and we had we a tiny ball over that shit like a like a, a campfire. Oh, the, bl- the blue had, snowball. We just had a yeah. kit. Our first thing was just a little kit. Our first. um our first microphones were $10 microphones. Right. And they didn't, I probably still have some. Um, I I still probably have some of them back there. Maybe I'll do an AB test one day. They sounded fine, but they weren't great. The microphones that we used when we met up with you guys six years ago, those were slightly more upgraded, Mm -hmm. but you don't need, you can spend 25 bucks on a Behringer X, was it XM 8,500 and get good sound out of it. Yeah. Um, and you can get the SM58, which is a hundred bucks and get slightly better sound of it out of it. But you don't need to spend that much. You just have to dial it in. You yeah. Know? You just need to learn what you're doing. And uh, and uh, uh, the technology's come so far. Like, oh, yeah, they make it. It's, cra- it's crazy. Now it's so to much plug and play. Now they even got soundboards that you like. Here's a soundboard plug and play like they yeah. even simplified that shit. Yeah, we had this big ass mixer, which is sitting back there on my shelf right now. <laughs> we had like all these inputs and everyone has a mic. And then my phone had an input to play like our little sound drops and all that stuff. And everything had to be dialed in just right. And then it was fine. But then I, I condensed it to a Zoom H6, mm-hmm. which is a much, much smaller and even more portable. And I had six inputs there if we had like extra people in the podcast. So it kept getting smaller and easier. But you don't have to spend much anymore. You can spend, get some cheap mics, $50 or less for a dynamic and you're fine. As long as you're not handling it, if you're holding it in your hand, the cheaper ones have handling noise and you can tell when someone's like moving the mic around in their hand a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, you need a windscreen mic. You have to, but windscreens are pretty cheap. 
pop filters are nice, but mm-hmm. all that stuff is fairly cheap. So just get a mic, get a way to get into your computer, either through an interface or mixer or a USB mic that just goes straight in and um, just start there. And you'll have pretty crisp sound considering right. you don't have to pay that much. And then you're going to start upgrading as slowly as you go. But just hit record, basically. Yep. Um, yeah, because it ain't gonna be perfect. I'm trying to tell you that everybody want that perfect shit. Nope, you're not gonna, gonna happen. You're gonna lose yeah. some episodes. Oh yeah, you're definitely some. gonna lose some. Yeah, absolutely. We had. Uh, we're gonna decide that you can put an episode out. Yep. <laughs> After this, like ah, we said we we talked too recklessly in this one. <laughs> yeah. Can't put this we, out. we had some one of our our first or second mixer just had a a, a natural humming sound to it because it was a cheap mixer. It was like an, a seventy dollar mixer. And it just had noise. It was a noisy mixer. So I had to learn how to filter out sound, like how to filter out like certain mm-hmm. frequencies and hummings and all, humming sounds and all that. But I didn't know how to do that until I had to know how to do that. And then you just do the rabbit hole online, you figure all that out. But yeah, if you want a simple USB mic that just a handheld USB mic, go with the Samson Q2U. It's a dynamic mic, which is true, more forgiving as far as background noise. Condenser mics, you can find a bunch in that uh, Blue Yeti uh, price range as well. Um, Best Buy has Blue Yetis now, and they have the Blue Yeti Mini and the Yeti Yeti X. They have all of them there. So if you want a simple thing, just start with a basic USB mic. Mm -hmm. We got one more comment from Jennifer who said, does Rod really want it's the Freedom For Me shirt? That's right. I meant to go to her oh, website. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Honestly, uh, yeah. I saw you that comment June and I meant shit. to go to her website. We'll wear it. I mean, how big your shirts, though? I'm fat. You know what I mean? Like, gotta, they gotta be pretty big. <laughs> it's the freedom for me. Like, do you, Would you want like Juneteenth on it also or just the phrase is the freedom for me? Uh, either or will work for me. But Juneteenth is preferable because we can still get that if we can get that here in two weeks, your boy will rock a Juneteenth. It's the freedom for me. But I just, well, like I said, I don't know yeah. what size you go to. So I'm on I'm on Jen's website and Jen. And uh, I had meant to come to the site and just go ahead and ask for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing um, Drunk Black History here for another Juneteenth show. And uh, Reese is going to be on it here in D.C., Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. One yeah. in New York, too. I want to go out to it, and uh, I think I might have to get me one of those. It's the freedom for me. <laughs> yeah, I got a drunk black history shirt. Yeah, I love them. I think I might have to get to it's the freedom for me to wear it to the show. So tell her to make me ask her if she can make me one of those. Yeah, and I'm looking at the site right now. I mean, it is the freedom for me. For me, for me, <laughs> it is. It's the freedom for me, Juneteenth by Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> I'd feel better about it if it was by Target. Oh, Target, Target, <laughs> don't fuck around with their uh, with their Juneteenth shit. They they're in, they're in the game. Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch gonna have a it's the slavery for me. Yep. Oh no! Yeah, y'all see that documentary, White Hot Fashion. Yeah, I heard about it. That they're all like, I saw some a Twitter thread about it. It was like how racist they they racist as fuck. I had no, I had no idea, but I had, but I knew. You know, I I just know I never shopped there. That in the Banana Republic. Oh, I got Banana Republic. 
Like they don't want black people working there. They don't and want you black know, people. for a long time, I always thought it said banana Republican. So I was like, why would I fuck when I go in there? <laughs> banana Republic is fine, especially like here in D.C. It's full of black people up in their joints. <laughs> it's full. Of- I don't know. It just sounds racist. So I just added the Republican <laughs> on the end and it was like, nope, not for me. Plus, black Republican, uh, you got me saying banana Republican. <laughs> banana Republic is part of a chain. It's banana Republic, um, uh, Gap, and Old Navy. Now, they're, now, I love me a gap. Now. They're a chain. They're the same corporation. Ah, okay. It's different levels. Yeah. And, and Tasha and Chairman, Banana Republic has good office time. You can get it. You can always catch a sale of Banana Republic. Mm-hmm. So if it comes out to the some raising okay. shit, that's going to hurt me because their clothes oh. fit me well. <laughs> so <laughs> when I find a place where clothes fit me well, I stick with it. You know. What if it, what if it was just some weird, clumsy Juneteenth promotion? You know what? They've never even done that. They don't do anything. Gap was Gap would like, listen, we sell clothes. Yeah, Gap would do a dance. <laughs> We're not doing anything extra. <laughs> you understand me? <laughs> it's the fabric for clothes. me. We sell clothes. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> You're not getting nothing extra out of us. Yeah. You go to TJ Maxx. It's the freedom for me, but all the words are misspelled. But I never even, I never <laughs> even go up in, I never even go up in Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. I don't go in places where the soundtrack is not right for black people. <laughs> when I'm like, yeah, the, music the outside just look like you don't belong right here. here, boy. I guess I don't. I'm gonna pass on by this place. Music ain't right here. I never go in there. That's one thing I like about uh, Aldo the shoe store. Mm-hmm. Something about that that Euro music soundtrack gets me when I go in there. I'm like, oh, it's all right right here. <laughs> it's, all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, we should probably wrap up, right? Yeah, let's bring this home. We're doing one episode today. Just yeah, one, long one yeah. night, Happy y'all. Memorial Day. Yeah. So y'all uh, enjoy yourselves for the rest of the week. Oh, you know, we only got like another week or two left before uh, short, King, short, short King Spring is short over. Short King Spring begins. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It's over. Hoochie, it's Hoochie Daddy Shorts. Yeah. I'm, looking for, I'm looking forward to the Hoochie Daddy Shorts season. Short King Springs. Well, yeah, I, short haven't doing King my, Spring. I haven't been doing a lot of squatting, so it might be time to bring them out. Bring them out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> time to see some thighs, fellas. Mm-hmm. There's no Short King Summer. It's just spring. It's And, you know, if the pool's open, the spring's over. So Short King Spring is over. <laughs> I, I guess I guess women can say thick thighs save lives. Men can't be the only one saying that now. <laughs> so y'all come on back. We'll be here for y'all. I want to thank Rod and Karen as always for sitting with us. I want to thank you, chat room, for coming through. Mike B never came back. So Mike B didn't come back. I hope he's okay. Yeah. yeah he, he left kind of abruptly. Yeah. Something came up and then you know, we'll see. Yeah, he heard a crashing sound upstairs. <laughs> I'm sure he's all right. Probably it's, with the, the kids, yep. Yeah, yeah, if something was wrong, he would have got he came to us in the uh <laughs> in the chat, in the group the group chat. <laughs> so thanks guys, and y'all come on back. Uh we'll heat and seven. <laughs> That's me, Dominique. Heat and eleven. <laughs> That's me, Dominique. That's just heat in twenty twenty seven. I'll get there. And we will be back for you next week. Hey, y'all be safe. And everybody, thanks for the for the shout out show. The nice shout out she gave about uh, my baby's uh, eighth grade dance. I appreciated it. All right, y'all. So I'll see y'all when we'll see y'all when we see y'all. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Karen Morrow. I'm Rod Morrow. See how smoothly we did that with Mike not being here. No <laughs> yeah, Mike. Uh, I ain't trying to put. He it always on, stumbled man. through it, don't he? I'm just saying. <laughs> that pregnant pause. Uh, 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 We're three guys on, y'all, and we are out. <laughs>